Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, Clockwork Cantina, episode uh, 33. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is our co-host right here. That's your crew, Daniel. I can't hear you talking, buddy. I am uh, DT3. Sorry, everybody. How are we doing? There you How's go. everybody doing today? What's going on? <laughs> welcome to episode 33. Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you, Val, for the raid. Yeah, apologize for the uh, quick restart there. I had the wrong codec selected, and I couldn't hit the record button. As you know, I've done that multiple times in the past few weeks. Josh, I believe you're muted because I cannot hear you. You can't hear me? Yeah, I can't hear you, Josh, so. Oh, that's weird. Stream, can you hear me? Why don't you get while I fix this? Um... Technical difficulties, guys. Hang on one second. It could be a Discord thing. So let me check and see. Oh, I can hear you now. Oh, are we good? I can hear you now, yeah. That's weird. The reason I... why I didn't, like, say anything after you did the introduction was because I couldn't hear you. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, we're good now, I guess. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened now, but we're good. Okay. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. Here we are again. Sorry about that. Weird things are happening today. It's been a really weird day. A really weird day. <laughs> That's all I can say at the moment. Um. Uh, thanks for the raid, Val. Appreciate it. Um, sorry for the quick restart. As you see, issues happened. Uh, but we're good now. We're all fine here now. Everything's fine here. How are, How are you? you? Yeah. Um. Welcome How you doing, Daniel? How, uh, today's, uh, today's episode's about modding, by the way. Um, yes, episode 33, Modding Madness. That's what we're talking about today. Um, we Both Josh and I have a lot of experience with uh, modding games. So it's so true. We'll be, uh, we'll be talking about that uh, for the main, uh, the main topic here today. Um, but yeah, hope you guys are all doing good. Uh, welcome for the, this, this episode. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Absolutely. Sorry, I gotta get a drink here. Um, as always, every week we start off with the you know like what have you done? What you been up to the past week? So we can uh, go ahead and uh, we can go ahead and start with that. If you got anything else to say here in the intro, Josh? I sure don't. Uh, what you been up to this past week? Um, I have been playing uh a bunch of games. Uh. Trying to watch stuff but failing, um, but that's pretty much it, man. Just fucking, just playing games, dude. Because it's you know, we're still in the uh, in, in in the madness that we are right now. It's and, and, so uh, true. So there's you know, uh, but yeah, man. I've been playing some Seven Days to Die, of course. We've been on that. Uh, been playing some uh, uh, Animal Crossing, of course. Um, I tried out the uh, Call of Duty, uh, what is it, the uh, Warzone thing yesterday. That was pretty fun. I I actually had a bit more fun with that than I thought I was going to. Uh, so that was pretty neat. Uh, I've been playing XCOM 2 on stream. Oh, yeah. Which uh, <laughs> we're sure we'll talk about a bit here later. But uh, that's been interesting, playing some XCOM 2. 
it's been quite the quite the quite the run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what else? I uh, I got a few. Other, I got a few other games that I still need to try. Um, but yeah, man, I just you know that's pretty much it. Though it's just been like, you know, trying to watch stuff and you know hanging out with people and you know just doing doing what you can to not like you know lose your mind or whatever right yeah a lot of a lot of late nights going on around here yeah watched the movie last night uh that was fun you know got some got some food you know uh i made a pretty pretty bomb ass sandwich like just on the spot yesterday it was pretty good man uh, <laughs> yeah yeah dude i just it was just pretty good and i'm just i was just thinking about that because that's like the last thing i because i was like the last thing you know from yesterday well, that was the last thing i did yesterday sandwich yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandwich in a movie. Yeah, that's that's the way to end the night, dude. Sandwich in a fucking movie, bro. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What have I been up to? I've been working on D and D stuff non fucking stop. I've got the new oh, overlay yeah. for tomorrow is ready. One of them. The I, other one I didn't I'm, work on yet. I'm excited. That's it's not good. the only thing you've done though. It's gonna be fun. No, the other thing I've been doing is we started the two year recap videos that I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, the first video is available on my YouTube now. Um, I just search Josh902, it'll come up on YouTube. If you're interested in our, in our Dungeons & Dragons adventures, this is kind of like the first video kind of recaps what I told the players before we started, who was in the game in those early days, and, and kind of kicks off the adventure a little bit. Um, it's about eight minutes long. I, I was going to make one long video, but decided, hey, it'll be more manageable for people to watch and probably digest it, other than hearing yeah. me for hours at a time. Just hear me for right. like eight or two, eight or ten minutes at a time. Uh, yeah, I think instead. that's. I think that was probably a good call. Yeah. Uh, it, but yeah, uh, it was part of our uh, my initiative to attempt to uh, not be more professional. I feel like our streams are pretty professional anyway. But to um, just you know, improve archive, it. Just improve uh, it too. Yeah. And also just archiving the uh, you know what what's been going on these past two years in the yeah. decimation, right? And I've been wanting to do it for a while anyway, and the longer I put it off, the more videos I'm going to have to make. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I mean, like, you know, because even uh, the, we have, there's some of the current players, like, uh, you know, like, like, like who were not there from the beginning, don't know the whole story, really. That's true. So I think it'd be, you know, it'd be cool for them to kind of like, you know, to take a look at them and see what's what's been happening these past two years. Yeah, so that's up on my YouTube. If you want to check that out, go check it out. Um, Absolutely. If D and D is something you uh, are into, or if, if you're, you're just watching, curious, yeah. And if you're watching this live, you should, uh, you know, watch this again tomorrow because we'll be playing D and D tomorrow. If you're not watching live, then uh, every Sunday at uh, three p.m. Pacific, uh, six p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Josh nine hundred two. Check us out. It's fun, fun time, man. It's every some of the every most Sunday. fun we have. Yeah, uh, yesterday or late yesterday. Last time we played, rather. Um, I wish it was yesterday. <laughs> um, is is a blast every time we do. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Other than that, this past week I've been playing more Mountain Blade Two. Although I think I'm done with it for the moment. I played. Uh, All right. Yeah. I've played 32 hours total. Uh, they're still doing um, patches and stuff every day, so shout-outs to those guys working their, their heinies off, uh, getting patches ready. Working my heinie. Um, I'm waiting for, speaking of modding, I'm waiting for mods to come out for that game. There's some out there already. There's a lot out there already, actually. Um, but they've been doing a lot of uh, 
a lot of bug fixes and stuff every day. Want to give them a shout out for doing that. If you haven't played Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord, I advise you to check it out because I had a lot of fun with it. I, I play the Burger Brigade a little bit on stream. It'll probably make a comeback later on on one of my streams in the future. Uh, once it, you know, more, more, more of the stuff's out there. Uh, when I started Burger playing, I, I set a goal for myself, which was to make my own independent kingdom uh, off stream. Uh, once I did that, I was pretty much hit my goal and was like, you know what? I'm going to wait for the rest of the patches and stuff to come along. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. It's a lot of a lot of fun. Riding around on a horse full speed with a, sp a spear and killing motherfuckers is a lot of fun, apparently. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, honestly, like, just looking at some of the gameplay, it looks like it's a fun time, dude. Yeah. Just and... charging, in with, charging in with your boys, fucking attacking the opposing armies or whatever. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff I haven't um, even done. Like, I, I barely did any of the trading stuff or, you know, or... Uh... A lot of the kingdom management stuff's not in the game yet, I don't think. So I, I didn't do any of that. I pretty much just made my own kingdom and was done with it after that because I knew like a lot of that stuff wasn't in there. My character got married, had a bunch of kids, had like three daughters, one son, which was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and apparently, uh, eventually, like they they grow up and they'll fight with you and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um. Uh, but yeah, that's Mountain Blade. Played a lot of that. Uh, I've been playing. A lot of seven days with the group stream with Val and you and everybody else. You know that. Um, mm -hmm. Any of you that have, have been checking out those uh, streams or just us playing in general. Um, yeah, man. Those, a, those, a those are fun. fun. Those are fun. Yeah. Just everybody, you know, during the Horde nights and seven days is good stuff. And we've been doing a lot of um, Animal Crossing, uh, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well. I was actually uh, playing that uh, right before stream started. Yeah, they're having a fishing tournament today or something. I did. Yeah, it was. I, I, I participated in it a little bit. I was checking the turnip price or turnip prices and all that and you know, all, 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 all the stuff. Um, but I, I think that Animal Crossing is kind of winding down a little bit for myself. I'll, I'll still play it. I probably just won't play it as much. I mm -hmm. think it's, it's kind of been going down a little bit for me. I got to organize my island more. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, do I really want to? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But, <laughs> but I'm going to do it very slowly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in the process of reorganizing mine. So it's like, yeah, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time. But because uh, the thing about that is like, I want to like, there's a lot of stuff I want to move, but you can only move like one building per day. And it's like, man, that's going to take a while. And then, like, if you, and then, like, there's like a bridge that I literally only wanted to move like a little bit to the side. But in order to do that, you have to destroy the bridge oh, and God. then build it. And you know how expensive that is? Each, the bridges that I use cost 228,000 bells. And then, not only that, to, to, to deconstruct them, they, they, give, they give you a 10,000 bell fee. So, like, okay, thanks. You, yeah right like oh I'll, even if you want to destroy it they're like all right ten thousand, cough it up buddy wish you told me that before i put my bridge down right. oh man like, thanks a lot fuck, tom nook dude. you fuck yeah fucker gets the bells whenever he can however he can right yeah but yeah man that's that's why i that's why i i you know get into the uh the 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 stock market with the with the turnips dude because uh you can make some you can make some bank off off of them turnips Every every Sunday, man, uh, before twelve p.m., gotta get those turnips because you you can make you can make pretty penny off that. 
Yep, yep, yep. I uh, overslept last time and didn't get any. Uh, all right. I think that's all we've been up to. I haven't really watched anything. Yeah, we haven't. I, I watched the original Toy Story the other night just for fun. Um, oh, nice. That's cool. I haven't seen that one in a little bit. I watched that. I think that may have been the only thing I watched. Speaking of Disney Plus, uh, you guys, well, I'm gonna go ahead and give you, give you guys the the the, top, the, the main uh, topic for next week's uh, episode of the podcast. We're gonna be uh, talking about uh, Onward, the new uh, the new the new Disney movie. So Josh and I are gonna be watching it, mm-hmm. and then uh, at some point before next week, and then we're gonna be talking about it on stream. So. That'll be fun. You guys should definitely check that out. We can have you know have a talk, discuss about it, talk about it. You know, be good. Mm-hmm. Be Pixar awesome. is always, uh, you know, they have a good track record. So I'm 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 very optimistic about that movie, and it looked pretty good based off the trailers and everything that I that I know about it. So I think the last movie we did was Joker, if I'm not mistaken. The last the last review we did was uh basic. It was technically it was uh episode nine. Oh, when that's we did right. That, that's like, right. When we did that, like, super long episode with the return, you know, because yeah, we had done right. the show in months. So that technically was the last one. But before that, it was Joker, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. yep, 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 yep. yep. All right. Uh, well, I don't have anything else. You want to hit the news? Yeah, let's hit it. Uh, there's not a whole lot. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say right now, because of the world right now, there is hardly any news, and let me tell you, I have z- zero, zero for the first time since we started this show. I have zero TV show news. This, this holy geez, Monetti. That's just you know, there's just not a whole lot of news out there, man. Right now, I know, man. Uh, uh, so yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you have any at all, but I have zero. But uh, I haven't seen any. Yeah, that's why I know it's the same here. I'm but like, but we can we can do a quick that. look before we. Uh... <laughs> well, well, you can do that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and start here with the with the gaming news. Um. So speaking of Animal Crossing, there's the whole uh, the Bunny Day event thing going on right now, and uh, while it ends tomorrow, on Easter, which tomorrow at the time of this recording, tomorrow Sunday, April twelfth is Easter. Uh the event is going to end, but there was people there <laughs> within like the past week, people had been complaining about like, man, there's too many damn eggs or whatever. Oh, yeah. So they like, they like put a patch into the game and an update for there to be like less eggs, you know, appearing. Uh, so I thought that was, <laughs> that was pretty funny, but I mean, it ends tomorrow, so we won't have to deal with these damn eggs anymore. You know, um, I'm looking forward to seeing like, you know, Things get back to normal. Uh, the the cherry blossom stuff is over. The eggs will be over tomorrow. Uh, there, like you said, there's a uh, fishing event going on today, which is uh, pretty pretty neat. Apparently, if you catch like enough fish or something, you can get like rewards. Or I don't know. I haven't really looked into it, but it's going on today. So that's uh, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, Here's a game that I've been wanting to get back into, but since we just been like stuck on the same games right now, like like seven days and stuff like that, yeah. I've had a chance. But fucking No Man's Sky recently had an, a, a a free update, and they added like Exo Max and shit, dude. And I'm like, what? That seems so cool. Yeah. Uh, so there, so there's a little trailer uh that we can play on stream, uh, so you guys can see it. 
Uh, and um, yeah, it looks it looks pretty pretty fucking rad. Like I I don't know I don't think you've played this game, right? Uh, no, I have I have not played any of No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's uh, I remember when it first came out, people people were like, oh, you know, they were they were giving it shit because it wasn't like the you know the complete game or whatever. Um, it's come a long way though. I uh I didn't I did not get this game at launch when it first came out however many years ago, but I remember like watching it like before it came out and I was like, man, this seems like an amazing game. And I did end up getting it like sometime last year, and what I what I played of it was pretty fun. Um, I just haven't gone back into it lately because I've just been you know stuck on other stuff. But this seems cool, man. That they're adding like mechs to it and stuff. That's it's pr- pretty awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know they've made a lot of uh, good changes. The community seems to really yeah, like um, all the changes that they've done it before, and like absolutely, it seems to be in a lot better place now than it was when it first came out. I am kind of interested in checking it out. Uh, it is, dude. Like it's 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 a really fun game. I actually think you I actually think you would like it, Josh. I know you have you say you haven't played it, but I think you would like it. It's it's like uh, you know, it's a, it's a survival like you know resource kind of thing game that we you that we're used to playing like with the forest and and uh, seven days and that kind of deal you know and, and that vein of games. This this is like that, but just in space, you know. So that's pretty cool. I want to check it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they got the ex the Monitor, the Exomex in this game. So I definitely want to check that out at some point. It seems really really cool. Um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty pretty dope. Um, moving on from that, we have uh, Sea of Thieves, uh, which is another game that's pretty dope. Having an update, and it's all about factions fighting, and apparently cats. Uh, so as we talked about last week, uh, they're bringing the game to Steam. I don't know when, you know, who knows when that's going to happen. But there's being a, there's going to be a new free update to see at the age. It's called, it's called Ships of Fortune, uh, and it's all about reinforcing and upgrading those systems. So you'll be able to, uh, you know, uh, build closer relationships with the factions like the Gold Hoarders, the Merchant Alliance, the Order of the Souls, uh, and Athena's faction. Uh, you can become an emissary, and then the faction will provide boosted rewards and a new range of cosmetics. Uh, becoming an emissary will require a significant donation, and then players will be able to earn one of the five grades uh, via that faction's standard gameplay loop. If a player has a high grade, selling loot to that faction will become a significant multiplier for even a bigger cash out and new cosmetics. For instance, emissaries of the Order of the Souls will be will be able to earn new spooky ships. Uh, the drawback of the new system is that uh, the new faction joins the sea called the Reaper's Bones. The Reaper's Bones will target emissaries of other factions, leading to more PvE combat. Uh, and apparently it's going to like fix some PvP issues as well. Uh, they won't be battling for treasures now. They'll be instead fighting for uh, one chest and one cash-in location. Each match will now last 15 minutes uh, down from 54. Uh, so it's cool. There's some little small changes there that, that are, you know, improving the quality of, uh, of uh, you know, the gameplay and whatnot. Um, and then apparently they're adding, like, cats as, like, pets because they have, like, you know, 
Oh, they they got like monkeys and parrots and shit. So you know, it's pretty cool. The the uh, Sea of Thieves Ships of Fortune update is set to launch April twenty second, uh, for players on Xbox One and PC. Uh, it's a free, it is a free update. So the twenty second, that is, uh, in about uh, a week and a half of this recording. Uh, so that's cool. Another thing that I'll have to check out with the, with the Sea of Thieves crew at some point. That'll be fun. Uh, the next thing here is something that uh, Josh and I have both been have talked about already. Uh, but Saints Row the Third remaster coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Deep Silver's 2011 comedy action adventure will return with improved looks. So I'm I'm really hyped about this. I know I'm because. Okay. Uh, for those of you who are watching this right now and and are not not aware, uh, I I really enjoy the uh, the Saints Row franchise, and Saints Row the Third uh, so far is my favorite of all of them. That being said, I have I have not played the first one because I believe that was only like an Xbox exclusive or some shit. I may be wrong about that, but I think, I think it was, it was. Only an Xbox game. So I never played the first one. I did play the second one, and I really enjoyed that one a lot. That was the first one that I played was number two, and I enjoyed that one a lot. Like, that was really fun. Then I played the third, and that was, like, you know, it became my favorite. And then to me, four kind of was, like, a step down. Uh, It was very similar to three, but they added, like, a bunch of, like, super... They made it, like, more... uh, They made it... For lack of a better term, they they made it a lot more extra, if you know what I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave you like superpowers and like you're the president, of, like yeah, you're the president, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> and what I what I didn't I, well something that I did not like was that they basically kept the same map from the third game, but they yeah, just like changed they, they like re like I don't know yeah I, I didn't I didn't like that. Um, but yeah, the third one is by far my favorite. I do I although I do I think the second one is like number two for me. So if I had to rank them, I'd have three first, then two then four because i haven't played the first one obviously but what's funny is i played the first one i haven't played the second one and i love the third one i played a bit of the fourth one but i'm mostly three is like the one where i played the most and really enjoyed it yeah man same that's the one that i played the most too because it's just so fun i must have played through this game like a few times man like it's it is so fun i honestly i cannot wait until we can play this man yeah it's gonna be a blast uh so i want to be i want to I want Josh and I to do like a like a co-stream of this because this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun ass game. If you've never seen this game before, uh you should definitely get it. And I'm sure I recommend it. I'm sure Josh recommends it as well. And uh yeah, man, it's 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 a good good time. Uh but uh this this remaster is gonna be for PS4, for Windows, and Xbox One. It comes out May 22nd. Uh, it's gonna have uh, improved. Oh, well, he, here's a little. Here's a statement from Deep Silver. Let me let me quote it real quick. All right. The remastered game will feature retextured environments, character models, and visual effects, enhanced graphics, and a new lighting engine. It would also include. Oh, 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 well, that was the end of the quote. I'm sorry. Let me end there. And then, uh, th- this remastered version will also include the three the game's three expansion packs. And it's Sundry DLC. The package, the game will cost uh thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, but uh, yeah, 
that this game is fun, man. Uh, I was gonna say the the plan that I was want to do is I want Josh and I to get this so we can both go stream it because it is it is a hell of a time. I'm sure, like, you guys should, should watch it. It's and play it yourself if you haven't. But it's 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 a great game. It's so much fun. It is it is literally one of the funnest games ever. I have I literally have such a great time playing this, or after, you know when I played it, and I can't wait to play it again because uh, it's just one of those games, man, that I'm just like super hyped. I, I get super hyped about playing it because it's just so much fun, dude. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. May twenty second. That's like a month away, a little over a month away. Yeah, very boy. very exciting. Um. Moving on, the PlayStation 5's new DualSense controller has been revealed. Oh, yeah, uh, I already got this ready. While okay. we have not yet seen uh, the PlayStation 5 itself, uh, PlayStation, the PlayStation blog uh, posted, or they introduced the new wireless controller for the PS5, which they are calling the DualSense. So long, bye-bye, DualShock. Uh, DualShock had a few versions, you know, the DualShock 4, DualShock 3, so on and so forth. Uh, that's no longer happening, or that's no longer the name. It is the new controller is the DualSense. Uh, and uh, she's rocking a tank top. Apparently, that's what it so, looks like. <laughs> so my thoughts about this controller is that I like the look of it. I like how it, it looks really clean. But I don't I don't like that it's like all white and then like the bottom of it is like black. I just I kind of just prefer it. I would have preferred to it to have been all white mm-hmm. or all black. You know, that's just me personally. Like I just I like the little blue like bars there and and you know and the the, the port and the sides there. I think that looks cool. But uh, I don't know. I just if it was like all one color, I think it would look better. Yeah. The thing though is that like this doesn't really matter because like they're gonna have different colors for the controllers. Like like they yeah. do that every time there's a controller. So I'm not too worried about it because the thing that we're mainly should be the the thing we should mainly be focusing on is is the uh, is the controller design. And I like I I approve. I think it looks I think it looks dope. I like I like the controller design. It definitely the, looks the, like a, a thicker, thicker than a than a one, definitely for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I really like the uh, the DualShock Four design from the PS4. Yeah. Like that was like that. I really like that controller, and this one looks you know pretty great. Um, but yeah, I mean, my least favorite thing about this one is the color. But you know, that's that can be easily like solved. So, um, yeah, I, I like the design of it. I like the name DualSense. It sounds pretty cool too. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what the PS5 looks like now. Now yeah. we know what the controller is, you know? Yeah, is, I wonder, is the, I wonder the, when they're going to show that off. Yeah, is the PS5 also going to be, like, half white, half black? Or, like, you know, like, what, what are they going to, like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, I guess. But, uh, I'm very curious. I wonder when that's going to, you know, when they're going to show that off. Um... But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I like the look of the controller. I don't like the colors. That's that's my opinion on on this uh, on the look of it at least. Yep. <clears throat> uh, All right. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not crazy over those colors either. I. Uh, yeah. But I mean, again, I, that's... I tend to like darker colors just for personal. Same. I do too. Uh, 
but I, I can like lighter colors depending on what it is. It just depends. But anyway, uh, yeah, I just I like the look of it. Uh, different color scheme for me, though, personally. is what yeah. I, is what It I looks like prefer. it'd be more comfortable to hold. Yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I would like love, the, the, I'd love to get one in my hands just to see how it feels. To try it, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I was looking at the... At, at something, and they were talking. They were talking about like all the different versions of the PlayStation controllers. Do you remember back in the day, before um the PS3 came out, and there was images of that boomerang-shaped controller? Yeah, I remember, dude. I, remember. I, I was looking at like all the like previous PlayStation controllers, and they had that thing in there, and I was like, wow, dude. I fucking I remember that too and it was like could you imagine if they had if we had a fucking boomerang uh PlayStation controller dude that would've been crazy <laughs> Holy shit Uh oh lord just throw it and it comes back to you <laughs> Oh my funny. lord Uh yeah, I anyway. remember that though yeah yeah, I was just, it, was just, it was just something funny because I was looking at because because the new because of this new controller that came out, they like you know every every time something new in a series comes out, they're like, oh, here's the previous versions and here's the newest one, and they included the boomerang one in that one, which I thought was pretty pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, but moving on, uh, we have some Overwatch news. Uh, we mentioned before in the past in, in the podcast that uh, they they'd be adding a new character to the game. And uh, we now have uh, the release date of this of this character. Echo is going to be joining uh, the game uh, on April 14th, which is this upcoming Tuesday at the time of this episode, this recording. So this Tuesday, we'll be getting the new uh, uh, character Echo, who has been teased for a very long time. Uh, I'm curious, as, a, as an Overwatch player myself, uh, I nowadays I mainly only really play during the events, um, and like whenever they do add new characters, I always get intrigued, you know, just just to see how they're like or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'll be probably checking it out within the next few days. Although the thing that I like <laughs> is within the first few days of when they add a character, everybody wants to play the new character, you know, which is basically what I said, what I just said that I do. But it's like you know, even if you just want to try try the new character out for like a hot second, it's you got to be really quick to choose them. So. It's uh just how it always is every time they add a new character, but uh, yeah, I'll be curious to see who the, uh to check them out. I know you don't play Overwatch as much, but you do have the game, so I do. You know, yeah. I like to I like to play it every once in a while when we're all together yeah. and having you know not much to do, which is kind of what's going on right now. We'll all hop in there and play it. Play some. Yeah, it's always it's always you know better to play the uh play it with friends for sure. Um, but yeah, they're adding the new. Oh, Echo swoops into Overwatch April 14th. So that is, yeah, in a few days, Tuesday, like I said. I was very, thought, she, I thought that character was going to be a support. Actually, what is she? I don't actually know. What is Echo? What is Echo? That is a that is a good question because I am not sure myself. Let me uh, let me look it up real quick because I thought, I, I, I thought she was supposed to be a support, but she's not. I don't know why she is. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know because you'd think that she would be a support, right? But I guess that's just like. I don't know. That's uh, a Zan. damage-based character. Oof, damage-based. So, yeah, she's going to be uh, a damage. Okay. Oh, look, here's her abilities. DPS. So she's going to have a tri-shot. Echo fires three shots at once in a triangle pattern. 
Sticky bombs. Echo fires a volley of sticky bombs that detonates after a delay. Uh, flight. Echo surges forward quickly, then can fly freely. Focusing beam. Echo channels a beam for a few seconds, dealing very high damage to targets with less than half health. Glide. Echo can glide while falling. And duplicate. Echo duplicates a targeted enemy hero and gains use of their abilities. That seems interesting. Neat. Yeah, that seems pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, so over, an overview is, yep, she's. Uh, I, I just read all her abilities, but uh, her role is damage. Uh, Echo is an evolutionary robot programmed with a rapidly adapting artificial intelligence, versatile enough to fill multiple battlefield combat roles. Her the difficulty rating they give her is two stars out of three. And uh, a little bit of story information is that uh, <clears throat> her real name, Echo. Age classified occupation, multi role adaptive robot, uh, base of operations, Switzerland formerly, affiliation, Overwatch. And her little quote there is, It's good to be back. So there's a whole like a bunch of origins that I'm not going to read up here, but if you're curious about that, you can check on the Overwatch Play Overwatch website where they have uh, her origins and uh, there's a little reunion here, and then they have some little bit of information on Overwatch 2 as well for her. Uh, but yeah, this upcoming week on Tuesday, she will be uh, in the game. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm just re- looking at her abilities and stuff. I'm like, well, I want to try this character out because, yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't know what role she was going to be. I assume she would be like a support or something, but apparently not. So uh, that's uh, you know, she just, pretty... just kind of has the look of it, I guess. She looks yeah, like somebody I, I that would like so, use, right? use shields. And such and yeah, like a support is kind of how I thought she'd be, but wow. she kind of reminds me of like a like a mercy with like a I don't know like something else like like a few different characters combined into one that I thought she would be like a like another support, but that's actually kind of cool, you know that that yeah. they're like that you know, duplicate just, thing looks kind of neat. Yeah, and yeah, and we watched the origin story and the like uh, you know the developer video about her uh, like a few weeks back or you know however long ago it was when she was announced. Um, so that was pretty cool, uh, but yeah, that's that's you know it's interesting. I'm 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 very curious about this character now. You know, not that I wasn't before, but like looking at the abilities, I'm like, well, hmm, it's gonna be hard to play her when she first <laughs> you know on Tuesday or whenever. Yeah, I think that she can kind of fly. That'll be. Yeah, that's 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 pretty useful. Uh. I have one last piece of uh of gaming news here for us. Okay. And that is uh so there's all these free games out all the time. Um and Epic Game Store is is one of the like places that gives away a bunch of games. Uh and we have next week's uh games that are um being given away right now. Well actually l- let me rephrase that. If you the current games that are being given away right now are uh, Close to the Sun and Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishments. But they've they've also we've, it's been revealed what next week's games are going to be, and next week's are going to be uh, Just Cause Four and Wheels of Aurelia. Now, I I will be picking up Just Cause Four because I'm I I'm a fan of the Just Cause series. Not hugely. I'm not like super. I'm not like a super fan. Like I, you know, I, I've played the games though. Like I beat three and I played two and 
I four just came out like like last year, didn't it? At least I thought so. I think so. Let's second. So it's so it's kind of interesting that it's like four. It's here's a fucking game that's that's free already. But I kind of it makes me wonder honestly, like how long do they determine like uh like the game comes out and how long do they wait until they're like yo we can make this game free you know? uh it came out december 3rd 2018 so like right at the end oh. of 2018 so okay damn so it's been out for more than a year now yeah yeah a little over a year okay i thought That's it came out like long. yeah it's a little over a year well, but time, I came... time goes faster than we think it <laughs> does because i thought i thought i thought there was i thought that game had been out for the last time it, than, it, than it does is. feel i know I, I feel the same because i like immediately when you said there was like yeah last year i'm sure yeah sounds right yeah that's what i thought i mean because yeah i was because uh, it made me wonder like i just like i was just saying like how long do they wait like a game comes out right and then mm-hmm. they're like how long do they wait until they're like all right we, we can make this free on you know what epic or uh steam or whatever you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Like 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 how long do they like I don't I'm wondering I'm just it makes me wonder about that process you know yeah, yeah. obviously it, it depends and varies per game like you're never gonna see Skyrim or like GTA Five or anything like that for free right but like uh you know it's just you know it's it's curious it's very interesting but like I said I'll I'll probably be picking I'll be picking up uh Just Cause Four because uh you know I like I like the Just Cause games. Just they're, Cause is, is a good game just to like kind of hop in, blow some shit up, you know. Good time. Yeah, they're like, fun. They're fun, mindless. You know, blow shit up, blow shit up ums. You know, that's, that's that's what it is. It's just a fun, good time. Um, but yeah, that's uh that's pretty much what I got. What you got, man? I have just just a couple of quick tidbits here. Um. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077's DLC will be revealed before the game is officially released, and that mm. it will be no less than what The Witcher 3 had. CD Project suggests that. Um, and let me just scroll on down here. Uh, we probably we already knew this, but there's gonna be no official like E3 online event. We knew mm. that pretty much. Uh. No big. This is E3. No, no, no. That's gonna, no, that's gonna happen. All the, uh, all those companies are gonna do their own thing in their own time. Yeah, um, it makes sense. Uh, there's the Central Remaster that we talked about already. Yeah, um, I mean, I can't wait for that, dude. That's gonna be fun, man. There's a port coming for the Switch for Disco Elysium. I I heard, I heard about that. Yeah. Um, uh, that's that's in development. So if you have Disco Elysium, I have it on Steam. Uh. And looking at it to get it on Switch. That is a game that one of our friends, Maggie, uh, told me that I would like. So maybe I'll have to try it out eventually. I think it's very dialogue heavy. I just haven't had time to play it. Yeah, I get you. War Horror Studio appears to have begun work on mocap animation for Kingdom Come Deliverance 2. So that's probably coming. Oh, boy. I know Daniel's that to be a release date day for him game. Like immediately. <laughs> the moment it's out, he's gonna do a midnight no, I'm kidding, I'm making shit up now. Uh I, that's all I have. Like there's literally like nothing. <laughs> uh, so you wanna move on to what do we usually do next? I do have one piece of TV news. 
Uh, a TV is next. I personally don't have any just because it's been like a stale ass week <laughs> in terms of uh, t- like TV news in, in particular. I don't know why. I mean, while I, you know, I'm not going to say I don't know why, but but like it's just it's a little strange. That's like the first time since that we've done this show. I have like zero TV news. Yeah, I know. I know. It's weird. It's, it's it's weird, but it's understandable. Like, you know, there's just not, you know, there's not a whole lot of news out there. You yeah. Know? Yeah, guys. I'd be a, a little bit shorter episode, but that's the way it be. Um, yeah, so the one, sometimes. the one piece of news that I have is that the XFL, which attempted to have a season this year or this past year, this yeah, this year, um, mm-hmm. they suspended operations, and I mean, I think that re- they've pretty much said that that's pretty much done. Uh, they this is the second yeah. time they've tried this. They've kind of laid everybody off, and that is officially it's probably not going to get another season, and uh, it's probably over. Which is kind of a bummer. I'm sad that they didn't get a full run at it like they were trying to. They had some interesting changes into it. Um, we don't talk about sports a whole lot on the podcast. At least not but, yet. Yeah, but, not yet. But, like, you know, Josh and I have both said that we would definitely, you know, probably will be doing more more of that in the future. So Yeah. Um, for cause, sure. Because Daniel likes some sports I don't really know about, and I like some sports that well Daniel follows, but I don't know if he how closely. He yeah, does, so um, yeah, it, that Josh probably knows a little bit more than me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so we'll, we'll we'll definitely be talking a little bit more about that in the in the future, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, um, XFL is probably not going to get another another go around. They had a lot of cool rule changes that I dug. I watched it a little bit. It made for some crazy shit happening, which was entertaining. Uh, but I think they had a lot of dro- ratings were dropping and, and stuff like that. So Vince McMahon fails again um, yeah. with his attempt at taking on football. Uh, although I'm not sure how much of it is actually his fault with everything that's going on. But, you know. Now we're just going to have to wait until he tries again. The third time. <laughs> yeah, right. The son of a bitch is going to live forever and he's going to make this happen. Third time's a charm. There's yeah. such good shit, as he says. Um, it's got to get John Cena in there, man. Uh, and it ever did Vince yeah. fail? He failed the first time, and he failed the second time, and this is a big push, and he's lost a bunch of money in it. Loki, he failed. Failure. That's what I call failure. Um, moving on. Uh, what movie news do you have for us, Daniel? Movie news. Let's go with it. Uh, I have uh, Disney's Bob Iger says a few more movies might be going directly to Disney Plus following Artemis Fowl. Uh, so Bob Iger uh, told Barons that there may be a few movies after Artemis Fowl that jump directly onto Disney Plus as the coronavirus epidemic keeps movie theaters shuttered. Uh, this is this is what he said in a quote. Uh, in terms of movies going after Artemis, there may be a few more that we end up putting directly onto Disney Plus. But for the most part, a lot of the Dis- big tentpole Disney films will simply wait for slots. In some cases, we've announced new ones already, but later on in the calendar. Iger said in an interview uh, with the publication. Uh, so Artemis Fowl was supposed to be released in theaters, uh, but you know, obviously not anymore. They're just putting it directly onto Disney Plus. And while and while Iger didn't necessarily name what's gonna be what could follow to just go directly onto uh, Disney Plus, uh, it's been rumored that like New Mutants could go uh, directly from being in theaters, and maybe they're just gonna put it on Hulu or something, you know? Like, uh, 
things like that. It's, uh, you know, they've already delayed Black Widow and Mulan and uh, th- several things have already moved on to Disney Plus faster than they would have, like Frozen 2 and then Onward. Like, literally Onward, like, came out, like, mm-hmm. last month and they put it on, like, right away. I'm genuinely curious to how this is all going to change once this is over. Are they still going to, are they still, I mean, I'm sure theaters will still be a thing because people like going and getting popcorn and going in and watch it on a big ass screen. Yeah. But I wonder how quickly, if, if at all, it's going to change if how quickly they're going to put it on streaming services. Which yeah, movies already That's... come out pretty quick sometimes, but this has proven that they can do it much faster. Absolutely. I, it, it's it's going to be very, very curious to see how this affects, um, yeah, like movie theaters and all that stuff going forward, you know? Um, because, yeah, like, like it's exactly like what you said. I mean, movies are already, are already out, like, within three months of, of the theater normally. And now, like, what they did with Onward, it's like the movie was out last month, and then it's on fucking Disney Plus already. So it's like, damn, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, be very curious. I think, I mean, honestly, there probably is going to be some changes going forward. Uh, we'll see what. But, I mean, I, I also don't see movie theaters going out completely because... Yeah, I mean, I I think there's there's very few things that can top uh, a movie going experience of of watching it in a theater with a bunch of people that are just as hype as you are. Like that's mm-hmm. that is like the best, dude. Like there's 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 very yeah, little that can that can beat that feeling and that like experience, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah. It, it, my thinking is it'll probably take a little bit for people to want to go back out to theaters. Like even, even, even when we get told like, Oh, everything's fine. You can go back outside now and all that good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think I have, I have a feeling people, some people are going to be a little bit more apprehensive to like be quick to uh, go back into large groups of people, which, you know, there's obviously going to be some people that are going to be super quick to be like, I've been home for, how long and who knows how long i'm gonna i'm ready to go pick the fuck outside you know there's gonna be some people like that yeah but there's also gonna be i feel like others who are gonna be like even though it's safe to go they're gonna be like i'm gonna stay a little bit extra just in case you know yeah just be safe yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah exactly so I, I understand both sides of the argument too because there's some people that are just like going crazy right now uh uh, we're yeah. being forced to stay inside. I'm used to being in- inside. I have trained for this moment my entire life, <laughs> and I am thriving <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've been training for this all my life. All my I life. Stay home all the time. Damn no, it. I really am a homebody. I mean, I like going out and doing stuff, but but being at home is kind of like and and hanging out with my friends and and playing games and talking. That's kind of like my deal. Um. A main thing that gets that's fun, but yeah, you know, sometimes it is good just to go out there and I can see the world, taking a fresh breath of air, For and sure, man, exactly, and uh, have some fun outside. Which you can still kind of if if you're in a place where you can, you know, go out have a have a little hike or something, you know, if you're if that's one. You know. I agree, man. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, it is it is good to you know go out into the world and get some sunlight and fresh air and all that good good stuff um but yeah it'll be curious to see how this affects movies uh and theaters and all that stuff going forward you know once we're past all this crazy shit anyway uh moving on to something else uh robin hood the disney film with the you no know, with the fox and all that stuff is getting a remake 
So Disney's going to remake Robin Hood. Uh, they are, they're in early development of the 1973 animated musical comedy Robin Hood. Uh, blind spotting uh, director Carlos Lopez Estrada is on board to helm the movie. Uh, Carrie Granlund, who wrote the script for 2019's Disney Plus reboot of Lady and the Tramp, is attached to pen the new Robin Hood. Justin Springer, whose Disney credits include Dumbo and Tron Legacy, is producing the pick. Uh, the new version is being developed with the animals in a CGI live-action hybrid format, similar to, to the Disney remakes of The Jungle Book and Dumbo. Uh... The 1973 Robin Hood, produced and directed by Wolfgang Reitherman, was centered on a classic story of Robin Hood, Little John, Friar Tuck, Maid Marian, and the Sheriff of Nottingham. Hood, portrayed as a fox, led the fight against Prince John's excessive taxation. Little John was depicted as a bear, Friar Tuck was a badger, Prince John as a lion, the Sheriff of Nottingham as a wolf, and the Maid Marian as a vixen. Um... So yeah, uh, I, 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 I have not seen. Actually, no, I have seen Jungle Book and Dumbo. The one I haven't seen yet is Lion King. So that you know that one. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I seen Dumbo. I, uh, Dumbo was all right. I, I think people, the the consensus was that people didn't really like that one as much as the other ones. I thought it was fine. Uh, Jungle Book I liked, uh, but I like, but I like the animated one too, though. You know. And I don't know. It'll, it'll be curious. I know a lot of people really love uh, the the old, the old school Robin Hood, uh, the animated one. I haven't seen it in a very very long time. I haven't either, to be honest. But I know there's a lot of people, uh, particularly uh, of the of the women variety, that are big fan of uh, Robin Hood. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'll have to revisit this one before the this new remake comes out at some point. I will wait with bated breath for my Atlantis The Lost Empire live action. <laughs> oh, any, waiting on Atlantis? Any, waiting any, on Treasure any, Planet? Anytime Where now, they at, bro? Daniel right? and I are on the same boat. Treasure Planet's good. I would love Treasure that. Planet. Where's Treasure Planet? Where's Atlantis? Uh, it can be Black is... Sails, but in space. Oh, dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. That'd be yes. dope. I'd watch the shit That would out be of it. incredible, dude. That would be incredible. Uh, but yeah. Also, while you while you're listening, Disney, uh, give me a new Tron movie. Uh, give me Tron three. Give me a a a, a, a new Rocketeer. Uh, oh, a new Rocketeer, be dope. Look here. Thank you, thank you. For those of anyway, you that when... watch the Clockwork Cantina, know that when Daniel and I put shit out into the universe, it happens. So let it be known we're putting the shit out in the universe. <laughs> Disney, give me a Tron three, which is a sequel to Tron Legacy, and give me uh, a new Rocketeer. And uh, please give me uh, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that you guys are fucking up. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like it, Disney. You, you, like, had them, you had them up to that point. And they were like, cancel it. Cancel. Pull them out of here now. I, know. I want I know. them off the air. Uh, I know. I know. I just, I just, it's like, I just don't understand why they can't get that right, man. But I, I you know, I want to have faith. But anyway, let, let me, let me not get into that. Uh, but yeah, I want to see a new Rocketeer. I want to see a new Tron Legacy or, or a sequel to Tron Legacy. I'm kind of surprised they haven't uh, done a, a new Rocketeer, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, right? I feel like with what they could do now, it'd be be incredible. Hmm? It'd be incredible. He's do- he looks dope. 
He's a he dope ass hero. He's he's one of my favorite like character designs. Like just just like just the look of him. Like if you guys have never seen like The Rocketeer, if you have Disney Plus, watch it. It is a fantastic fucking movie. It's got uh, um, uh, Timothy Dalton as the uh, the villain. It's got uh, Billy Campbell as the Rocketeer. It's got Jennifer Connelly as the main lady. Uh, it is a fun. It is a fun movie. It's a good movie, and just the character design alone, the cool ass jacket, the cool ass helmet, the, just the everything, the gear with the with the Mauser. It's like fuck yeah, dude! Give me fucking a new Rocketeer, man. I, it's, I, such a, it's such a good design. The poster looks dope for it. Seriously, the poster is like iconic, dude. I fucking yeah, I, I am a yeah, I, I love the Rocketeer, man. I love the Rocketeer. I like how we went from uh talking about uh, Robin Hood to new Disney movies we'd like to see. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Shit, we should we should talk we should just do that at some I point. I was I was sitting here thinking, you know, we should talk about like old movies they should remake. So we should have an episode yeah. on that stuff. Keep that in mind. We'll, yeah. we'll have to do that for sure. Uh but yeah. Uh let's see. I think we're done with that topic, unless you want to add anything else onto that. Um, um, I don't have anything. All right. The only other thing that I have left is that the Hellraiser reboot has found its writing directing team. Now, for those of you uh, who are wondering, Hellraiser, yes, I'm talking about Pinhead uh, Hell- Hellraiser. Uh, the uh, the horror movie. Uh, the filmmaking team behind Sundance Film Festival sensation The Night House are returning to tackle Spyglass Media's reimagining of the 1980s classic Hellraiser. Uh, David Bruckner, who directed Night House, as well as sections of horror anthologies VHS and Southbound, will helm the feature, which have a screenplay by Ben Collins and Luke Petrowski. Piotr Piotrowski. So hopefully I said that right. Uh, I probably didn't, but I tried. Uh, uh, David Goyer, one of the producers of Nighthouse, is writing this story and producing via his Phantom Four banner alongside Keith Levine. Uh, Hellraiser was written and directed by Clive Barker, adapting his own novella, The Hellbound Heart. Uh, the ni- 1987 movie introduced audiences to a puzzle box that opens a gateway to a horrific world. And Cenobites mutilated, being dedicated to torture, and led by one nicknamed Pinhead. The movie quickly achieved cult status, spawning a franchise that would encompass ten movies, comics, and merchandise with Pinhead and his visage all at the center of it all. Uh, so the rebooting, uh, Hellraiser. I'll be honest, I have, I don't think I've ever seen the original uh, Hellraiser. I uh, I have once a long time ago. I'm not, I'm not a big Hellraiser fan. I, I I just I have never seen it to be honest. So that's why I, I I don't like. Um, when I would watch horror movies, way way like sooner than I should have, I was watching like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. If you count Alien, I would, I would watch Alien. Uh, Terminator, the first one I think is is classified as like a horror movie. I think my opinion. Oh yeah, definitely. Is. Uh, 
So I used to watch stuff like that, like Terminator, Alien, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. Those are the kind of ones that I saw. I never really saw Hellraiser. So my thing with Hellraiser is that it, it usually just made me more uncomfortable than the others. Uh huh. Like I, yeah, I'm not too familiar with it. I just the only, the only thing that I do know about it is that yeah, the the pinhead character or whatever you know, like that's. Yeah. That's basically all I know about it. Like I'm not like I'm not too familiar with what it even is, you know. So I mean, I will probably give this new movie a chance just based off of like if it looks good, if it doesn't then, you know, it's like oh, whatever, but but uh, I think I've had I have a little bit more faith in horror movies recently again because they've been getting better. Mm-hmm. I always mention this all the time, but there was a period of time within like the past, like, I don't know. There was a time like in the 2000s and the 2010s that like they were just shitty horror movies, dude. <laughs> I just <clears throat> could care less, dude. I just wouldn't watch shit because they were all trash or they look trash to me. You know, God, I haven't seen them, but they just they look like garbage. Don't, don't you want to watch fucking House of Wax with fucking Paris Hilton, you know? I've seen that one. I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, well, that was like one of the like That's 2005. Yeah, that, uh, that yeah, I saw that one. But but anyway, the point is uh, the past few years there's been there's been good stuff coming out like Honestly, I still need to watch It Chapter 2. I haven't seen that one yet, but I like the first It that came out like in 2016 or whatever the hell that was. That one was good. I like the new Halloween movie, the newer one. Uh I liked uh what else? Uh there's a few other ones that are, that are pretty that are pretty pretty decent uh that within the past several years that I thought were pretty good. So I kind of, you know, I'm like uh, horror movies are, you know, back on board with them. So why not? Have you ever seen, um, since we're talking about horror movies for a minute, mm-hmm. have you ever seen Village of the Damned from like 1960? <laughs> they Village had a remake later. Yeah. I don't believe so. Uh, so this movie, I feel like is, they had a remake in 95. I feel like they could remake it again and it'd be great. Um, uh, so what happens is there's this village and everybody falls Children asleep. of the Corn bullshit? Yes, it, kind of, kind of, except it's pre-Children of the Corn. Um, uh, what happens is like, uh, it sets up with, uh, like there's this village and all these people, something happens and all these people fall asleep and they wake up and like the women are pregnant and there's like so many of them are pregnant and like there's accusations of infidelity and stuff like that until it becomes apparent, uh, that the, that the pregnancies are faster than they, uh, should be. I think they're like mm-hmm. at six months, they're at like nine months and they, they, they give birth to all these kids that look very similar. I think this happens in two other places in the the world. Um, mm. And it's a pretty interesting story, and the kids have special powers, and their eyes glow, and they all have this platinum blonde hair, and they look fucking weird and creepy looking. Um, I feel like that movie is rife for a remake. You should check that out. Even if, even though it's old as shit, like 1960, they have a 95 remake that's also pretty good. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen any of these. Village of the Damned. Yeah. There was a 1961 or 1995 one, apparently. Yep, that was the remake. Yo, the 1995 one has is directed by John Carpenter and it has Christopher Reeve in it. What the yeah, hell? Yep. <laughs> Fucking Superman is in this the the last one. What the hell? Yeah, you should check it out. <laughs> this was right before his accident, I think. 
Damn, dude, what the hell? Uh, it's, it's also got Kirstie Alley in it, <laughs> which is... Uh, Kirstie Alley, yeah, yeah, she's in there. Uh, but yeah, it might be uh, when, you know, when, uh, when the Halloween Holy time Holy shit, Mark Hamill's in it too, what? That's right, I forgot about that. What? Yeah, he plays the Reverend George. I forgot he's what? in this. I gotta I watch this movie. I forgot. Yeah, you should watch it. It's good. It's good. It's creepy. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never seen this. Uh, I, I, I watched it the other day. Uh, uh, we have a channel here that's like called MeTV, and it has Ben Gooley on it, where they they play old ass fucking uh, scary like horror movies from like the sixties and like, old, like the Creature of the Black Lagoon wouldn't be out of place on the show, for example. Which I know you like. Awesome. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Creature of the Black Lagoon is good stuff. Uh, but yeah, they have stuff like that, and they had Village of the Damned on, and I think this was like a couple of weeks ago, and I totally forgot about it until just this moment when we were talking about it. It's like Village of the Damned. That's a pretty good movie. <laughs> you should check it out. Um, did you say that was the last of uh, the news you had? That was the last piece of news that I had. Yeah. Do, what do, do you, you do you want to talk about Twitch watch parties for a minute? Because they they did do some uh, some announcements sure. for that. Yeah, um, let's do it. So I got a couple articles here. This is from uh, AV Club website, and I also have a, a article from The Verge. Uh, Amazon to let Twitch streamers hold watch parties of Prime content, which is something we kind of knew about, but I think they're expanding it a little bit now, maybe into a more open beta, I believe is, is the words. Uh, watching someone play video games while they make insane... Uh, stupid or insightful comments has become a big industry, as has illegally streaming pirated content under the guise of playing video game games. So Amazon has decided to combine the two activities with a new program called Watch Parties, where top-level streamers on Twitch... Get, wait, how old is this article? Oh, it's still new. Okay, because I know we, we've talked about Watch Parties before. Um, can watch Amazon-specific content along with their subscribers, complete with a thumbnail picture-in-picture in the corner of the screen. Showing the streamer as they react to whatever's happening on the movie or show. Uh, could it be the worst way to watch a movie? Not at all. Not when looking over someone else's shoulder on a plane, in, on a plane exists. I just gotta be close. <clears throat> Wright explains this is a way for Amazon to push its library of Prime videos. Though everyone involved in a watch party will need to have a Prime subscription. Uh, whether they're the host or a watcher. It makes sense in a synergistic way, since it will get Twitch users to watch Prime stuff and Prime users to pay attention to Twitch subscribers. But Amazon is really just advising, advertising its content to people who already paid for it. It's a little weird. Uh, Variety also compares this co-viewing experience to Mystery Science Theater 3000, which is also weird since it implies that Twitch streamers will be cracking jokes as they watch Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan or a simple favor. Um... Uh... I think this is cool, by the way. I, I like the idea of watch parties. Oh, it is, for uh, sure. I, I, I think it's an awesome idea. Um, I have another article from The Verge, uh, which says, Twitch announced today that it's bringing its beta version of watch parties, which allows streamers to broadcast Prime content to all of its partners, and then all American creators. So not just partners. This will be coming to, uh, to all American creators. That means every streamer in the U.S. on Twitch will be able to watch Prime content with their viewers regardless of whether they're a Twitch partner. The company plans to bring watch parties worldwide eventually, with more news coming in the next few months. While the selection available in watch parties is highly curated, you can watch things like Jack Ryan. Highly, highly recommend Jack Ryan. At least the first season. It's really good. Watched it. 
um, and Star Trek, among many others. Uh, the feature is genuinely useful as a solution to the now glo global problem of figuring out how to watch something with other people without running afoul of copyright claims. Um, subs mm. and bits are enabled during watch parties, so viewers can chat, drop donations, and subscribe, just as they would during a normal stream. That's pretty cool. Um, so that's that's pretty um, uh. Uh, interesting, That's and awesome. I look yeah, forward yeah, yeah. to watching uh, shows with everyone, possibly on stream. Uh, how about you, Daniel? Is there anything on Prime that you would want to watch with your with your with your friends or your your? your I uh, I I really like uh, the Boys, which is an Amazon Prime show. That is really good. There's another Amazon Prime show that I that I really like called The Marvelous. Sure, Marvelous how many Ms. people? Mazel. How, yeah, I'm not sure how many people would be interested in that, but I really like it, and uh, you guys should check it out because it's awesome. And oh yeah, the Lord of the Rings show. Eventually, when that comes out, that's gonna be legit, dude. That's gonna be awesome because that that is an Amazon show. I have not yeah. seen the Expanse, so maybe maybe like doing like a live. Reaction to the expanse would be kind of cool, maybe. Yeah, I actually I, I need to like, I need off the top of my head, I'm not like remembering which shows are are on Amazon right now. I'm trying to you think. Know? I don't know if they all have to be like just primes their original shows, or if it could just be anything. Well, they have Star Trek on, on there, Prime. So, so that obviously they don't own. I mean, they they have Star yeah, Trek, yeah, but yeah. they haven't met, like. We'll just watch the good, the good seasons of Game of Thrones. So what, what got me was like, you know, a Band of Brothers watch along would be pretty dope. I love that Band of Brothers. Fucking, I love Band of Brothers, dude. Uh -huh. Band of Brothers is, is like the greatest miniseries of all time, dude. If that's something they put on there, I know they just had. I think it's out. Is the Tales from the Loop show out yet? I think it is. At least that first episode is. So if anybody was interested in that, you know, you can group watch that. Um. You already said the boys. I love the boys. Boys, I love the boys. Oh, I, I would, I would want to watch uh, True Detective because I haven't seen that. That seems pretty cool. True uh, Detective, Penny Dreadful is another good one. If you haven't seen that, I, I'm literally looking at Amazon Video right now just to see what's on here. Um, Mr. Robot, I haven't seen either. That would be fun. I think. I like uh, the early that '70s show. That would be kind of cool. Uh, the man in the high castle would probably be. All oh, right, yeah, I, I haven't cool. seen the last season of that. Uh, the Pacific, I said, band the brothers already. But... Pacific is good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have no idea uh... what all will be on there. I don't even know what's on there right now. Actually, I think it's pretty limited. But if they were gonna add stuff on there, there's a, a few things they could add on there for sure. Fucking, I haven't seen Deadwood. That'd be cool. Deadwood, that would be cool. Yeah, get your western on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I hear Warrior pretty decent. I haven't seen that either, though. Uh, Rome. Rome's on Prime. That's Rome. Cool. Oh yeah, that's another one. If you haven't that seen would... Rome? Go watch Rome. It's good. Think, think Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones came along, and you will have Rome. I haven't seen his Dark Materials yet. Um. 
yeah, yeah no, there's there's, cool. there, there's a bunch of shows that you could think of that would be like oh we could you know watch that or whatever you know yeah see what they're at. carnival row yeah another one that i haven't seen yet carnival row I, i've been i've been meaning dude there's honestly there's so many tv shows that i need to watch but i just haven't because the rona has got me playing more games than ever before you know yeah <laughs> it's true um as for there's a lot just, of stuff I need to catch up on. If it's just sure. their own content or what's on Prime, I have no idea. I have no idea what's on it now. I don't think they even know 100% sure what's all going to be on there yet. At least from what I'm reading in the article, it's, it's very limited at the moment and carefully curated. So who knows? We'll see. Uh, we're just talking about things we would like to see on it eventually. Oh, I, I have a list for you here. Look. Oh, here we go. Oh, here's what we got. Let's look at this, shall we? Well, they got Bone Tomahawk on there, and that movie's brutal. So, <laughs> uh, I see, I see, I see Carnival Row right there. Look at that, Carnival Row. Baywatch, Captain America: The First Avenger. What I really love that movie. Let's watch Baywatch together, gang. Baywatch is that the the, the show from back in the day? <laughs> yes. Because the movie uh, I heard was a stinker. Yeah, it says TV show, so I assume they're talking about the. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit, Jackass Three, dude! <laughs> oh goodness! Now, when they said carefully curated, I thought they mean like we're not gonna go blood heavy or nudity heavy on these. Nope, first... there's some rated R. On and this then shit. the first thing I see is Bone Tomahawk, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Marvel's The Avengers. Oh, dude, watching The Avengers would be oh, fuck yeah! I love The Avengers, man. Mission Impossible. That's pretty big. Mr. Robot, Mission Impossible, Fallout. Yeah, I really like Fallout. It's a good movie, man. <laughs> Let's watch Sex in the City together. SpongeBob SquarePants. There you go. Yeah, I relive some childhood. Star Trek. They got like all the Star Trek shows on here. Well, not all of them, but most of them. Stargate's on there. The Boys. Yes, yes. Oh, the Amazing Race. Let's not watch that at all because it sucks. The Expanse. Um, Men in the High Castle. <laughs> Jack um, Ryan. I like Jack Ryan. Oh, Unsolved Mysteries. Vinland Saga. Vikings. Uh, and then the show I was telling you guys about, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel, which is so good. That's cool. So there's a pretty uh, it's a s- pretty small list right now, but you know they're just they're just good putting it up. They're just getting it up there. But you there's know? a decent amount of shows that I've heard are good. Yeah, for there. sure. There there, yeah, there is some too. good stuff on this list so far. Yeah. yeah. I would love to watch uh, like an event, like one of these Marvel movies on stream, dude. I think that would be a, a blast. Yeah, would definitely. Be- just watching fucking like the first Avenger or like the Avengers, the first Avenger. I, dude. I feel like the the first Avengers movie is has gotten a little underrated because people like I don't know I feel like people don't uh, g- give it the credit that is due nowadays, man. Because when it first came out, that movie was bonkers, man. Like I remember 2012 first Avengers movie. I fucking lost my mind over that movie, dude. And it is still one of my favorites. Like I remember when we did our MCU list, it was like number my number one. Uh, I just I just really like that movie a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I yeah I feel like watching something like that would be amazing, dude. I do feel like maybe watching movies is probably easier to do than watching a show. Uh, because a show there's like you know at least eight episodes or whatever that you got to get through. You know, and then a movie is just like you do like two hours to two hours and a half and you're done with it. Right. Yeah. So 
I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I'm very curious about this though. Very very curious. I've seen other streamers uh, that were like, "Uh, man, I wish we could just like pay a fee and watch a movie together and like not sell tickets, kind of, but not like not like from their stream, but for like for people to come in and watch the movie with them." Yeah, and, and, like, I don't know. It's that'd be kind of cool. It's it would be is, it's, it's an there. idea that's that's a work in progress. That I'd be curious to see how they how they what they do with it. You know. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that's uh, very very interesting stuff. We'll see where it heads, you know, in the future. I I wanna um, I wanna like see somebody else try it out first, and then like I wanna see how it is from like a viewer standpoint, and, yeah. and, then, and then like you know, you know, it, it that's kind of what I wanna check out, and then we'll see from there. But uh, yeah. It's definitely a very, very interesting uh, thing, an idea that they're. It's it's pretty ambitious what they're what they're working on and what they're wanting to do. So, it's exciting though. I'm I'm excited for it. If it can work, the way that I think it can, then it'll be it'll be big, dude. It'll be fun. So, yeah. All do right. We, yeah. Do we have anything else? I believe that is the last thing I have. I did want to bring up the watch parties, and that has been brought up, and I have nothing. Else. Cool, cool, cool. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake just came out. Yeah. Looks good. Looks fan- looks fantastic. Uh, I want to play that eventually at some point, but it looks looks awesome, man. Uh, hopefully, hope those of you who are playing it now are having fun with it, because it certainly seems like a blast. Yeah. But if that's all, we can uh, move on yeah. to our main topic. All right, guys, we're going to move into our main topic now, which is let me update the text. Hang on. It'll take me a minute. Modding. Modding madness. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to uh, the modding uh, section, the main topic here. So as, as I was saying at the top of the show, uh, Josh and I both have plenty of experience with modding games. Oh, so much, so much, so so much. There's so many games that I've modded. There's like some that come to mind like right away, which we'll get into. But like, where do you want to start with this? Because we can just talk about stuff briefly. We can get into some stuff a little bit more. How do you want to? How do you want to approach this? I actually don't know. Um, because. Uh... Some mods I haven't played in so long, but I remember them. Like things like, mm-hmm. like the Darth mod for for Total War, for example, which is just like adds so much to the Total War video games. Like, um, you know, new characters, new music, and just new campaigns. Um, things like that. I'd probably just up, but things I have a lot of experience in, I'd probably deep dive on a little bit. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Uh, I I guess I could start us off here. Um, sure, go for it. Uh, one of the first big mods for me. Well, I say one of the first. One of the first ones I'm going to talk about, rather, um, <laughs> is the Game of Thrones mod for Crusader Kings Two. Right, uh, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. Um, and it's a lot of fun to. Uh, I don't know how many of you have played Crusader Kings Two. I know it can be a little hard to get into. I personally, 
I've played it only a little bit and, and still have a hard time with it sometimes. Uh, and Crusader Kings 3 is coming and it's supposed to be easier uh, to get into. But we're talking about the Game of Thrones mod for Crusader Kings. So Crusader Kings is insane. You get married, you raise armies, you get trades. So there's little RPG-like events that happen. Uh, and, then, and then there's the Game of Thrones mod for it, which transformed the entire game into Game of Thrones. Um, the first thing about this mod that I know is that you can pick different time periods. Uh, so you can do things like, uh, what is it? The tin, what's it called? The tin, uh, tin, is there a tin? Princess tin something? Game of Thrones? Let me look at Game of Thrones timeline. Let's do that instead. Uh, right. because I know it, it hops into several different points of the show, or show, and of the books, rather, because it's not based on the show, it's based on the books. Yeah. Um. The Nine Penny Kings deal, I think that's what it's called, right? Um, the Ten Pennies, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, no, that's why got me confused. I was thinking of the Ten Pennies from fucking D&D. It was fucking with me. Um, but I know they had, like, um, I think the Nine Penny Kings was a, was a thing. Uh, you, can, you can pick a time during the long night, I believe. Um, you can pick the time period during Aegon's Conquest. I know that's one of the time periods. Um, uh, Robert's Rebellion, you can pick that time period if you want, uh, when all that is going on. Um, yeah. And you can play, I think, just about anybody you want. When I played it, I picked the uh, the Dane, House Dane, down in uh, the Dornlands, because I always liked um, uh, the story of uh, House Dane and, and their sword. Uh, uh, it's really cool. I like it. And uh, you can get your own dragon. You can hunt down Valerian Steel Swords. You could get the, the Sword of the Morning. You can gain that title if you're a member of House Dane, and you can get that sword. Um, you can fight duels. You can fight wars. You can try to become the king. It's fucking insane. It's fucking insane how much this mod goes into. Um, uh, but let me look up the actual mod here, and I will get you the, the deets, the straight-up deets from the actual mod. How about that? Yeah, go for it. The Kings 2. Over on the old mod DB. What is this mod about? Uh, a Game of Thrones mod is the full conversion mod for Paradox Interactive's Crusader Kings 2. It's set in the world of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire fantasy saga where lords... Great and small vie for control of the lands of ice and fire. From Westeros to the Seven Kingdoms in the West to Karth in the East. The mod takes its name from the first book, as well as the game of plots, politics, and ambitious and hopeful are said to be playing in their struggle for supremacy. Uh, current players are able to choose to play from any start date in the 300 years before Aegon's Conquest to the beginning of the fourth book, A Feast for Crows. Uh, what makes this mod different? From Crusader Kings 2. Beside the obvious, which is an interactive rendition of a fictional low fantasy medieval setting, A Song of Ice and Fighter, you'll notice a host of changes that build off the framework of the original game. In Crusader Kings 2, players battle against the other rulers for control of various independent realms and kingdoms. In A Game of Thrones, while the potential exists for the realm to fragment into multiple kingdoms, in practice it very rarely happens, players instead fight to control just one throne, the Iron Throne. Additionally, the events from Crusader King 2 have been adapted to fit within the lore and flavor of A Song of Ice and Fire. 
Some notable new features to mention, there's a new dueling, dueling engine so that leaders may fight each other in personal combat, on or off the battlefield. An all new method for personal interaction between characters. Pets that sometimes greatly aid the characters in battle. <coughs> Dragons. And a host of uh, less significant, but no less important features that together help create a solid and serious effort at bringing Westeros to life for gamers. The mod also utilizes features from various other mods listed in the details below. Uh, while Crusader Kings 2 and a Game of Thrones mod contain role-playing elements, this mod is not a full narrative recreation, recreation rather, of the books. Uh, just like Crusader Kings 2 and other grand strategies, the mod is dynamic, allowing players the freedom to explore the what-if scenarios of what if Rob captured King's Landing, what if Stannis and Renly joined forces against Joffrey, what if Rhaegar Targaryen had killed Robert on the Trident instead of the other way around. All these things can and may happen in the mod, with or without player's choice. No game will ever be the same, whether you win or you die. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I played hours of it, and I am a fairly Crusader Kings 2 noob. Um, they actually give away the Crusader Kings 2 game fairly uh, often. It's, it's, it's free to play now, isn't it? Is it? I have no clue. I thought it was. It may be. I, have, I don't know off the top of my head. So, I mean, if I mean, if it is, you can uh, pick it up, put the mod on it. It is go, free right? to play. I had no idea about it. They have go. free coming. Everyone yeah. can play this now. <laughs> go check it out. The more of the expansion packs you have, the more it builds on the mod. I know that, though, too, because uh, I remember thinking, man, I wish I had this particular expansion pack so I had this particular feature. Since it's free to play, go check it out if you're a fan of Game of Thrones. I know a lot of us have a sour taste in our mouth after that show. But you can you can make your own ending. You surely can. So check it out. It's a lot of fun. I've 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 spent many hour many uh, many an hour deep in it. Uh, just be aware that Crusader Kings two probably will take a little bit of time to learn because it can be a little wonky. All right, that's one of my mods. What do you got, man? Cool. I mean, I have a lot of mods. Uh, most of my modding experience comes from the many, many Star Wars games that I used to play. Uh, like, for example, uh, here, I'm going to give off a few of them, and then we'll all go into detail. Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds, uh, which was an RTS in the style of uh, Age of Empires 2. Uh that is a game that I put many an hour into. Uh, and there's so many cool mods for it. There's this one that's more recent. And by more recent, I mean like within the past five years that they've been working on it up until now. It's called... I'm going to get you guys a link for it so you guys can see it because shout out to this team uh, because they are absolutely killing it. Uh, and they have been for a very long time. Uh, they're still working on it. Like I said, even now, uh, they're, they add, they've added new factions, new units, new everything. So I'm going to post a link for you guys here in chat. It is called Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds Expanding Fronts. Uh, if you are a fan of Star Wars RTS, 
you are gonna enjoy and love this mod. I this is one of my favorite mods because I fucking love Galactic Battlegrounds. It's a game, like I said, that I spent many, many hours on. And this mod that these guys have been working on adds so much to the game. If you think there's already a lot to the game, like just with the with the expansion, the clone campaigns one, Galactic Battlegrounds expanding fronts or just expanding fronts EF. It adds new planets, new like terrain, new units, new like stuff you can put in the background. It, it's it is incredible, man. Like you guys have got it's so it's so 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 cool. I I usually just like every time they update it, I usually just pop open uh expand or galactic battlegrounds to play it again just to see what they've added because it is it's awesome man like so many cool units from the new movies from the shows they even added stuff from the old legends in eu that's really really cool um and yeah like you can just mess around with the scenario editor and just come up with like a bunch of crazy ass cool looking stuff that it's Again, they just add so much to the game that it's almost like a almost makes it like a completely different game that uh it, it it's incredible. Um but yeah, shout out to these guys. They've been putting in a lot of work to this expanding fronts mod for years. For years, man. Uh and they're and like and they're continuing to do so. Uh and I think they're always looking for help too, like for people to help on so if you're watching this and you're experienced with uh with modding and in, in, in that kind of game and that and with that type of stuff in art style and everything, then uh you know I'm sure they'll uh you know take you on board if you're uh if you're good at that kind of thing. Because yeah, they're they're constantly working on it. They they announced that the last two factions they're gonna be doing is the first order and the resistance. Uh from the obviously from the new sequel trilogy movies. Uh, they add like complete, like they got like the, the, the text units, the, uh, you know, the skill trees and all, everything that, that, you know, galactic battlegrounds to be, they add all that stuff, man. They got like the unique units and the heroes and the, they like completely do the art for like the command, the, the command center and the troop center and the fortress and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's really, really, really cool, man. Um, so yeah, this is one of my favorite uh one of my favorite mods ever because it is absolutely fantastic with what they have done and what they've accomplished within the past, you know, however many years since they've been working on this. Um and and honestly like sh salute and shout out to them for continuing to do it even now. Like it's 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 insane, man. I just I love it, man. It's 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 really really cool. Really really fun and I just my my love for the game has not faded uh due to their work on this mod that they keep adding stuff onto it so yeah i just it's it's awesome it really is what i can say it's just so so fucking cool so shout out to expanding fronts one of the coolest fucking mods uh for a star wars game in any game in my opinion so yeah i really really love really like that one oh 
Um, yes. The next one I have is also a Star Wars one, specifically a KOTOR 2 mod. It's kind of like the big one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to deep dive on it much because it, it does get into spoilers. Um, uh, but it is the restored content mod for KOTOR 2. Um, for those of you that don't know, KOTOR 2 was kind of rushed out the door. They had to cut a lot of content uh, out of the game. Uh, this mod restores a bunch of it, including, like, I think, an entirely new planet. I'm not exactly sure if this one's in this mod. There's one version of the mod that has it in there, I remember, and like I think there was another version that didn't, so I can't remember exactly if it's in this one. Um Uh but they 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 put in a bunch of new um a bunch of new conversation with your companions. It has like a, a whole bunch of like kind of in endings for your companions, some would say. Um Uh all just a whole bunch of like just story stuff. Tons of it on on all the different planets. A lot of that stuff had uh, had shit cut out of it, and in this mod aimed to kind of restore that. Um, uh, for for what could be restored, there's some things that were cut that just it's, it's not it's not um, possible. It's just possible, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, I'm not gonna deep dive into it, uh, just because I love Kotor too and Kotor. And I want you to experience yeah. them for the, yourselves. Just know that if you want to play it, I'd recommend playing it just the vanilla way first, then do another run with the mod on it. That's always how I do it, or how I you know did what's it. you know what's funny about this one is I actually, for as many times as I've played, I've played Kotor one more than I've played Kotor two, mm-hmm. but I've played Kotor two a few times, and I still to this day I have not used the restoration mod yet to when I played it. Because I played it on uh, yeah. Xbox, which obviously you can't you add mods to that. But like I played it on PC as well, and then like I haven't I haven't used the restoration mod, but I know there's some extra stuff in there that I I was planning on replaying both Kotors on stream at some point, and probably when I do that, I will probably do Kotor two with the restoration mod because uh, I'm very yeah. curious, you know. Like I, I I hear things about it, but I haven't like actually you know gone into it myself. So Another something thing that I gotta I gotta try out. Another thing I want to bring up, just just in general for a Co- the Kotor mods, if you go to the Reddit on the Kotor subreddit, they have a big pen thing at the top talking about uh, Kotor one and two mod builds, uh, where they go through what what works with what. They have a spoiler free version and a spoiler version of what mods to get that work together. Some of them make the game look better uh, for current day. It adds a whole bunch of stuff. So they have a spoiler free build, which are mods that don't have spoilers in it. Uh, they have a full build, which has the everything, including spoilers, and they have the same thing for KOTOR 2 as well. So if that's something that you're interested in, if you want to play KOTOR, but you want to mod it first, check out the, the KOTOR subreddit and check that message. I'll put it in the chat right now. I feel like this is something our, our friend Katie should look into. Because yes. I keep I have told her for years, for years I've told Katie to play KOTOR because it is the greatest game of all time. And she, re- and she refuses to play it because uh, I don't know, because the graphics look too old for her or something. I don't know. I'm just like, like, look into some mods, Katie. There's it's a, too great of a game for you not to play. Damn there's, it. A, there's a mod for that. For, for me, looks are secondary next to gameplay, but the mods definitely help it um, make it look better. There's, there's some out there. There's also a lot of fixes. Like, there's dialogue fixes, things that were broken in the original game. There's uh that get fixed up there's hd versions of pazak cards if you want to play some pazak they have high definition versions um 
they fix some of the armor. They they uh, they retexture some of the heads from the beginning of the game that you can pick from. Uh, they have HD versions of Rat Ghouls. I'm, I've moved on to the Kotor now from from that other mod, but uh, they have. Oh, it's fine. I mean, they, they honestly, that's something that I have to look into because I'm very curious. Because uh, I have not played with some of those HD-ified... Uh... There's HD versions of your companions, of the villains. Um, yeah, I gotta... I gotta yeah, they'll still seem really cool. Of their clothing, of of, uh, of just uh, tons of the background improvements. Uh, High-res versions of, of, the, of your ship. You know, all this stuff. Uh, reskins yeah. of everything, overhauls of everything. Uh, I, I, HD versions of, of first powers and such. Um, but check that out if you are interested in Zikotor. Daniel and I probably uh, close to favorite game, if not favorite game of all time. I mean, Kotor, the original, is probably my favorite game of all time. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, like, like story-wise, story like, like, story is, like, the for sure, like, by far. I'm not. I, lo I love it. I love that game. Um, so if those are things you're interested in, check, check out that link I posted in the chat. Um... Kotor is amazing, and there's tons of mods out there, and they have it curated for you. They even have install instructions. It really is, and, and and if you are like like Katie, who hasn't wanted to play the game because it looks old or whatever, you're doing yourself a disservice. That game is incredible, man. Mm -hmm. The story the is legit, so. like one of the greatest Star Wars stories ever, and that includes the movies. It is better than, like. Probably a lot of the movies, to be honest, Kotor. Uh, we're talking about Star Wars movies. Like it's better than a lot of the Star Wars movies stories for sure. Um, it's just fucking bonkers, dude. So so good. Uh, and yeah, I, the mods, you know, in, improve the quality of the game. So uh, if you haven't played Kotor one or two, definitely check it out. Like me, I've played both games many times. But I need to play them again with some of these mods because I haven't done that yet. So I, I need to, uh, you know, I need to get on that at some point. I definitely plan on streaming them again. So if that's something you want to check out, uh, you know, we'll be doing that down the pipeline. So, uh, yeah. Is that you got for uh, KOTOR? Uh, yeah, that's all I got for KOTOR. Sorry. I was all thinking right, so about how I'm... I want to play this right now. <laughs> I know, right? Some of those, I, I, I don't want to get into the rabbit hole of that right now. Cause no, no, we could, we could, we could deep dive some Kotor shit. Oh yeah, I mean, we should eventually we should do an episode on that. We'll both you know? play it, and then once that's over, we'll do an episode on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, I'm gonna talk about another Star Wars mod game, which is another another one that I know Josh has played a lot of, and that is gonna be Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. Oh my goodness, uh, yes. Many, another game where I have many, 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 many hours. Uh, there was this website that I would go to all the time to look up uh, mods for that game because that is a game where you could grab any character from like wherever and basically put them in the game like yeah. you could have i don't know homer simpson put him in put him in jedi academy you know give him a double blade of lightsaber and fucking have him fight the emperor or whatever you know like there's so many mods like that i've seen 
that I have used for that game. Like they're pr- primarily cosmetic mods, you know, mm-hmm. that I've used for that one, like for different characters and whatnot. Um, but I have a lot of like good, good memories of uh, of, of using you know mods for for that game and and the website that i'm talking about that i used to use that i would use all the time uh is jk jk hub it is uh let me let me get the little thing for you guys real quick it's called jkhub.org uh for the jedi knight uh jedi academy mods they have mods for just about anything and everything you could want for this game they have like a scarif map mod they got like a poe and finn mod they got a really like detailed hila sakura uh cassian andor they got like a old man luke you know like i've there's a mod that like replaces the luke in game with like the older luke from like the movies which i thought was kind of cool uh they got like a Kylo Ren and and they have like his lightsaber that you can use too, the Kylo Ren cross guard. Um, uh, and, and, and that game is always fun. Cause you could always like spawn in like people, you know, and have make them fight each other and stuff. Like I just, it's one of those things that I, one of those games that I remember just like fucking around in a lot with mods. You're like, just, I'm going to, you know, download this person and that person and then this one and put them into the game. And, have them fuck around with each other, you know? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's good, good, good stuff. So, yeah, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy uh, is a great game on its own. But if you want to just have, like, a good old fun Star Wars time, get yourself some mods for that game, do some multiplayer, or just, you know, do, I mean, basically whatever, dude. You could have, like I say, you could have anybody fighting anybody. It's there are other mods that are like Knights of the Force and things like that that combine like a bunch of characters into it where all you really have to do is like get that, play it, and then like it'll like you can like there's like a little menu where you can spawn in units or characters from and you can have them fight each other or fight them or whatever. It's it's fun, man. It's fun, fun, fun times with that. Um, yeah. So definitely if you're, uh, into that game or if you haven't played it i would recommend getting that as well because that game also i mean it, it, they just, it just came out for like switch and ps4 but those obviously you can't mod uh on pc it's usually not that expensive you can probably get it for like five or six bucks honestly mm-hmm. and it is quite worth it for all the fun you can have on it uh it's an older game but like again they're this it's one of those modding communities that still does shit to this day. You know? Yeah, the multiplayer is still alive for it too. Yeah, so it's a good fun time with mods on that game. I I've spent many an hour with mods on that game, so it's uh, I absolutely recommend it, hundred uh, percent. Playing the uh, Jedi Academy. If I can just jump in here on you, Daniel. Um, yeah, no, go for it. Is uh, I think that was kind of my first dip in the toe into kind of like the online role play kind of stuff. Um, before mm-hmm. I knew like or had played D even D and D, you know, you'd hop in a server and you'd and you'd role play out all this cool Star Wars nerd shit. Um, because people would have their own skins and and stuff like that that they could download and put in. You could download and put it in. You could see what they looked like and 
that had so much potential for role playing storytelling, and then you have mods like movie battles, which kind of uh, uh, recreate some of the famous scene from movies and stuff, and you can play in them. Uh, right, that's that's I one that I forgot to bring up, but that's a pretty big Jedi Knight, a Jedi Academy mod. Um, but one of the biggest mods that I ever used was the JA Plus mod, uh, which is like a lot of the online multiplayer servers had this mod. They added le- like a bunch of, um, I think, taunts, um, emotes. It had a grapple hook that added in uh, a thing, so you could like grapple hook up onto the walls and shit and like hang around. Uh, that obviously wouldn't like work if you were in a duel or something. Um, Added some new force powers and stuff like that, and I, this was—I feel—I remember this mostly being a thing for multiplayer stuff. Although I think it had maybe had some single player stuff to it, to it as well. But I only ever used it for multiplayer. I played mm-hmm. a lot of Academy multiplayer. Um, yeah, I played a lot of single player and multiplayer. Some of the cool stuff that I liked in single player was like you can replace, like I said, like you can replace the Luke in that game with the Luke, uh, you know. From uh, the you know the movies, or, or you know, mm-hmm. you can replace this enemy for that enemy, or you know, you can have this instead of that, or whatever. Like yeah. there's just fun there's, stuff like that that you could do for the single player. There's like deal. all right, Jade skins. There's any skin you could imagine from anything you could imagine. Yeah, it exists literally. In any, basically, in these games. you could have like you could have Link from Legend of Zelda in there. You could have yeah. whoever, like whatever. Spawn. It's <laughs> yeah, spawn. literally, it was it was fucking bonkers, man. Uh-huh. Uh, any of the Kotor care any any other Star Wars character definitely yeah existed. literally you, for uh, sure um and then plus like shit like Homer Simpson also existed which was yeah always I, I mean that was just one that I like randomly no but I, in my head, but, I t- yeah. uh, no I'm pretty sure it existed I think I remember seeing it <laughs> yeah 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 definitely sure. the Joker Batman fucking all kinds of shit dude Deadpool those I remember seeing a bunch of different things you could Spider Man Spider Man yeah. Definitely. You can you could have Spider Man with like a two lightsabers fight Deadpool with like a double blade or like you know mm-hmm. you could have whoever fight whoever. Oh yeah, was... they had swords. They fucking had swords in the game. Oh yeah, you, you if you didn't want to use lightsabers, you could use swords. You, you can mod those in blasters yeah. and like you know melee weapons like axes and like all kinds of shit, dudes. There's so many cool fun mods for that game. It's it's I'm telling you like. It, well, I remember like when I first found out about mods and all that stuff, like when I was about to mod that game, the possibilities and combinations of things that you could do are endless, man. I would literally just like have people like fight each other, dude. Like spawn this character, spawn that character, fight, you know? <laughs> so, so fun. Let them fight. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Fight. I remember I had some I have some good times in Academy. Miss it. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, seriously. But it still got. Uh, I don't. It's not as big as it used to be. But last I checked, it still had multiplayer. Uh, at least on the PC, still had pretty strong multiplayer stuff going on. I haven't messed with it in a hot minute. I streamed it a few times, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, Jedi Academy has so many mods out there. Check them out. Yes, absolutely. That's another one. That's one that I highly recommend mods for. What do you got since I was the one that brought up uh, Jedi Academy? I, I got one. Um, it's one for old Warcraft 3 here. Oh, man. We love a Warcraft 3 around these parts. And anybody can guess what it is because it gave birth to a genre <laughs> called Dota, which led to things like League of Legends. Mm. 
and Dota 2 and stuff like that. Uh, it gave birth to all those games. Warcraft 3 Reign of Chaos and the, and the mod we're going to talk about is Defense of the Ancients, of which I'm not going to deep dive into it a whole lot because I don't remember playing a whole lot of it, but I remember it being a thing. Um, it began life as a mod before it ever became like a series. Um, the original Defense of the Ancients. So I'm going to look up and see if I can find uh, uh, all the info of it. Yeah, those... Uh, Multiplayer online battle arena. That's what it's fucking. That's what those are fucking called. Um, um, where the objective of the game is to destroy the opponent's ancient, which is a heavily guarded structure on opposing corners of the maps. If any of this sounds familiar, that's because games like League of Legends and Dota and Heroes of New Earth, when it was a thing, I think it's it like it's closing its doors, but uh, and and those games were birthed from Defense of the Ancients. Um. And they had worldwide tournaments and things like that all over the world where you pick a hero, fight minions, level up, get items, fight other heroes, uh, and a big multiplayer uh, power attack deal. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, it gave birth to the modern games like League. Uh, that's all I'm going to say on the old Dota. It is... Uh, it is one of those games that, one of those mods that's kind of like really dope and probably kicked off a lot of people's careers. That's another thing we haven't really talked about on modding too much. Is like a lot of people that mod that end up becoming great, successful, go on to become game developers or are giving birth to video different video games. So it's really cool that uh, that is a thing that exists. How about you, Daniel? What you got? Do you ever play Dota? I know you were a big Warcraft 3 guy, but I don't know if you ever played Dota. I have not. That's never really... Those, like, kind of, like, MOBAs and stuff have never really been my kind of thing. Same. So, not really. I was more of all... RTS kind of guy. Like, Age of Empires, Age of Mythology, Galactic Battlegrounds. Um... Another one that I want to bring up is another Star Wars game. Surprise. Mm. Star Wars Empire at War RTS. Yes. So this one has uh, a lot of good stuff, too. The one that I use a lot is Republic at War, but there's, like, so many different ones that you could use. Um, there's, like, Thrawn's Revenge. There's, uh, there's, there's literally, like, they, they have mods for this game that, like, completely, like, con- like, you can change the entire game to like have it not be Star Wars. Like, I've seen some that turn into like Battlestar Galactica, other ones that turn it into like uh, Star Trek or, you know, whatever, dude. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. there's there's some that turn into like all kinds of other stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, the one that I like is a Republic at War. That I've the, the one of the ones that I've liked a whole lot of. Um, there are other ones like I said, like. Uh, Thrawn's Revenge. Um, they have like a. I think they have like an old Republic one, but every time I've I had tried it, it hasn't really worked. Or I don't I don't know what's going on, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, there have so many mods for this game. It's another another RTS classic for Star Wars. It's really really cool the amount of like different. Uh, things that can change uh 
with mods, like uh, it kind of amazes me sometimes, like how, like, for some games, people like the like the people who are actually working on it take so long to come out with something, but then like these people modding it are like, boom, done. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't I came up with this. You know, um, uh, but yeah, Empire War has a lot of a lot of a lot of good good mods for like pretty much any kind of star wars experience you want even if you want to change it to something else like i said you can do get battlestar or uh, i think you can do halo or whatever man like whatever you're into like they have all that all that kind of stuff and they do have a uh apparently a old republic one but it's still in progress there's a sith civil war uh let me see there's a few other ones. They have this thing called Sci-Fi at War, which pretty much has like a bunch of different like they got like the Doctor Hugh thing, the Borg Cube, they got like all kinds of the Enterprise, all kinds of crazy shit. But uh yeah, I mean some are better than others. You just kinda have to like look like like, like any mod for any game, you kinda just have to like look into it, look at the comments, look at the, you know. The images and, and, and the videos and stuff to see, you know, if you like it or not. And, you know, you test it out and there's there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that you could that you can look into for this one. But, uh, yeah, Empire at War. Honestly, like I would just look into it because there's like too many to name off. If you're, into, if you're interested in this, just look it up. There's a lot of mods for this. one. They even have a Force Awakens one that they kind of somebody was working on but i don't know how much the how far they went into it with this uh anyway oh Ooh. never mind that one, that one got shit down whoops uh Rip. but yeah there's anyway there's a lot of mods for this game it's it's a cool uh rts star wars game if you haven't played it i would recommend playing it and then you can have a you can get a bunch of mods for it that make it that improve the experience uh but yeah we can move on from that. Uh, all right. The next mods I have up are just going to be, uh, I'm just going to talk about RimWorld. Because uh, hey. I played a lot of RimWorld and I mod the shit out of it. And there's a ton of them out there because it has, has Steam Workshop support. Which if none of you have checked out the Steam Workshop for any of your games, do it. Because a lot of the games nowadays are built up to be used with it. People can make their mods, put them on the workshop, and you just download them with one click. Makes it super easy. The workshop is honestly amazing. The absolute bomb uh, thing. Um, but we're going to talk about RimWorld for a minute. Uh, the last time I played RimWorld, I put androids in my game. And then I put Terminators in my game. And then I put in mods that let me grow skin over those Terminator metallic bodies to make them look like normal people. This game's fucking dope. And the shit, the, the mods that people come up with are also amazing. Uh, let me tell you what I'm what I'm subscribed to right now on a whim. On whim world. On whim world. On the whim world. On whim world. Uh, your files, what I'm subscribed to currently. I have, I have androids. I have, uh, there's more androids. There's like droid, expa- android expansions, which add more bodies. Um... I, I added in, I've modded in uh, growable grass, uh, um, uh, more more storage options of the animal logic where animals are smarter um, instead of being completely dumb. Um, 
mods that are convenience mods, things that like when I build something, my uh, my best builder will do it without me having to tell them to. It just sets it that way. Um, uh, a whole new UI, uh, uh, mod called Rim Rim Hood. Um, uh, new skins for all the animal creatures that people have made. Um, uh, a complex job mod, which um, the characters in the game have mods and you can set priorities. This one makes it so you can uh, so you can really like customize it more. Um, uh, when I played, I think the time before I played before this last update, I had a whole bunch of Star Wars mods in it. It literally put Star Wars in RimWorld. There were rebel factions. There were empire factions. There were smugglers. There was all this uh, armor stuff. Like, I think I had my entire squad looking like fucking Mandalorians. Hell um, yeah. Because uh, we were, this was before the Mandalorian came out. And we were all excited for it. Um, there's things that improve the, the, the pawns AIs. Um, there's mounts. There's mount mods where you can fucking make battle mounts and ride and roll and haul and all this shit. It's cool. Um, yeah, here's all the Star Wars stuff. There's a Force mod. There's a mod that lets your characters become Jedi. They have to train and make lightsabers, oh, and yeah, it's really dude. hard. That's really hard cool. to do. It's cool. If you've never played RimWorld, it's so much fun. And it's so frustrating <laughs> at times. <laughs> Not in a bad way. And just a you're fucking with me kind of way game. Check them out. Check out all the mods they have in the workshop. It's awesome. How about you, Daniel? What you got? You got anything else? Uh, yes, one of my uh, favorite uh, games uh, is to, to, to one of my that I really like playing, like even by myself, but like more so with friends. Left 4 Dead 2. Oh, yeah. And that game has a bunch of mods for it that I use. Uh, as you may, as you may have noticed by now, I like to mod a lot of Star Wars stuff. So I put some Star Wars in my Left 4 Dead 2. I turned the zombies into. Uh, fucking zombie stormtroopers i turn like the tanks into like mini rancors and shit like that i turn like the melee weapons into lightsabers and the guns into blasters and it's a fun fun time man they have like character packs you can use like for like you know you get your four uh you know like bill and and you know the rest of your survivors you can transform them into like uh like a squad of like republic commandos or like Luke Leia Han Chewie, or like you know a Tie Pilot, a Stormtrooper, a Dark Trooper, cool stuff like that. But there's so many, many more mods for Left 4 Dead 2. And as Josh was saying, you could just use the workshop on Steam and browse for some mods. Because let me tell you, let me tell you. There's a lot of mods for this game. You can have alien xenomorphs. You can have a predator from alien for, from the predator. Uh, you know, uh, you can have a terminator. You can have terminator weapons. You can have mass effect weapons. You can have uh, like fallout chainsaws. You can have like uh, fucking one of Josh's favorite troopers, the scout trooper yeah. and replace replaces like Jim. Uh, you can have, 
there's so many weapon mods, enemy like replacer mods and character. Like, like there's so, so much, so many cosmetic mods for this game you can have. And even like apart from cosmetic stuff, I do believe there is like other like they have um like campaign mods, uh there's single player, co-op versus uh you can like change the look of the pills and the you know the defibrillator, the, the, the med kit, which again are more cosmetic stuff, but even, even apart from that, there's like models and textures and just uh, so much that you can mod to this game apart from the you know like the cosmetic stuff but the the, main, the the primary stuff that i've used is cosmetic but like it's this is another one of those games that's like super fun not only to play but to play with mods as well and there's so much you could add to it that you can like complete not completely change it because i mean obviously you're still gonna like be playing you know you're still gonna be killing some sort of zombies you know and, and whatnot but you can like pretty you can change up the look of it quite a bit you know and uh yeah it's uh good good stuff every time we've streamed this game because josh and i have streamed it uh <laughs> if you look at it from my point of view <laughs> i always have the mods that i was talking about on so maybe next time we stream this you know, keep an eye out for that because uh, left 4 dead 2 is a is a blast to play with mods yeah boy um, we can't go no further without talking Elder Scrolls, and particularly oh, Skyrim. Shit. Yep. Now I could spend, I could sit here and talk all day about Skyrim mods because Jesus Christ, there's two thousand pages of them on Nexus mods. <laughs> I figured I, this. I, I figured Skyrim was gonna show up on this list eventually. I I have it up in front of love me. Love to mod. Yeah. Now I haven't played Skyrim in a while. Uh, when I do, I spend many, 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 many fuck. I spend more time modding the game than I do actually fucking playing it. And I think that's true for a lot of people <laughs> that play this game. You spend out, you you mod it till it fucking breaks. Um. Uh, but they have super HD textures. They have new UIs. They have hairstyles. Uh, new followers slash companions. I can't remember what they're called in, in Skyrim. Probably followers and companions or house carls or whatever they're called. Probably. Um, uh, they have a new flora. So much. You mod this son of a bitch to it breaks. New bodies. Um, uh, more blood. Uh, new weapons and armor out the yin-yang. Um, nudity, if that's what you're into. <laughs> that's a thing that exists. Um, but things that are crazy, like uh, more enhanced lights and spell effects. Uh, uh, for me, uh, Skyrim has never been like just the one big mod, although they exist, uh, like uh, like Skywind, I believe it's called, where they try to put Morrowind in in Skyrim. That I don't know if that ever came out or if it's still in progress. I've never actually looked for it. Um, uh, they have a lot of uh, bug fixes that. Bethesda never fixed, so people take it upon themselves to fix it, which is dope. Um, new skeletons uh, for characters, so they'll move in different ways and do different things. Um, fuck, what else? Uh, trying to think. Um, I think there's a mod that, that makes the two factions that are in the game 
fucking actually have wars on the battlefield. Like, that's a thing that exists. Um, I remember that mod. It's pretty dope. Um, uh, new mounts, obviously. That's a thing. Uh, but, yeah. I, I mod Skyrim when I play it till it breaks. And then when it breaks, I'm done with it until I decide to redo it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, they have new... Like, if if it's in Skyrim, you can mod it. It's crazy. Uh, Daniel, how much of Skyrim did you play? Did you mod the shit out of it if you played it? I can't remember. I, I'll be honest, I've never played Skyrim. Really? No, I've never played well, it. I've wait, never owned it. Well, you just add that onto the list, my friend. So I know, I know. It's 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 one of those games that everybody's like, well, y'all played Skyrim? Because everybody's played fucking Skyrim, you know? But yeah, I just, I've never owned it. I've never played it. I, I, I just, I know the memes of like, you know, I got shot in the arrow with a, I got shot in the knee with an arrow or whatever. Uh, yeah. It used to be an adventure just, like you, it, and then I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah, I took an arrow to the knee, but uh, I haven't played him. I've, I just, I've never owned it. It's, it's one of those things that, like, one of those games that they keep trying to sell you all the time, you know. But I just, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I honestly have never really played the Elder Scrolls games. Like, I know there's like Oblivion and Morrowind. These other ones, I just haven't. For some reason, I just never got into them. Not that I like didn't want to. It's just like I just missed them because I was playing other things, you know. Yeah. And then Skyrim was like the latest one uh, that came out, obviously, and it's been like nine years since that one came out, and I just still to this day I have not played it, you know. <laughs> uh, I, th- I, th- I think you're the ultimate gold Bethesda. That's why they keep releasing it on everything. We're like, we gotta get that GT3 guy to play this fucking game, and then we'll move on to something else. Daniel, you're holding us all back. I'm just letting you. Hey man, don't 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 wait up on me. Don't, don't wait up on me. I got like a million different games to play, you know. Uh, Lord, we'll keep trying. Eventually, it'll be on our on your toaster, and you will have to play it. But but uh, I want to play it. What if I want to play it on my fucking uh, refrigerator, man? I know. I'm gonna put that on there too. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the Samsung refrigerator, but you know, maybe, oh, maybe somehow they'll they'll be able to do that. Um, uh, but as, anyway, as far as any specific mods that hang out to to me on on Skyrim, I can't think of anything specifically because for me it was always like, I'm getting this, 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 and that, and then there's also this, and then this, and then this, and it's, it becomes its own one big giant mod, almost. So. Um, mm. There's not one that yeah. that truly shines out. A lot of my mods are just multiple set that enhance things. It's it's just one of those games that like, I've heard so much about that has been modded like to death that people love modding, but I just yeah, it's just one of those ones I just never got to, dude. You know, and every time I look at like one of those Steam sales, it's like I it never like I don't know, it never goes, it never gets low enough where I'm to where I'm at the point where I'm like, well, maybe I'll try it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they came out even with the now, HD nine, version. Nine years later, it's still fucking expensive, dude. It's still, like, it's still like if the game just came out, and I'm like, what the hell? It's <laughs> crazy. But yeah, that's uh, that's Skyrim for you guys. Check it out. Yeah. Um. How about you, Daniel? You got anything else? Um. I brought up Skyrim. Yeah, I brought up. But you haven't played it. I'm going to bring up something that we both have been uh, experimenting with within the past several days. And yeah. that is 
XCOM 2, baby. XCOM we, we, 2. We couldn't, we couldn't continue this without talking about XCOM 2, man. Come on now. I was saving so, XCOM for my last. <laughs> oh, you were? That, that's okay. probably is, this probably will be my last, though. I was ready for it that's next. Uh, uh, but yeah, go ahead. So, XCOM 2. Uh, Josh definitely has more experience with this than I do because I recently just got the game and I've been getting into it and whatnot. Like, I've seen people play it for, like, years, but I only recently just got it myself. Uh, and it's it's crazy how, like, it's one of those games where it's, like, you need this this mod, this mod, and this mod in order to get this one, you know? It's like, oh, shit, I need whatever, right? And it's it's... It's so cool how many it's another one of those games where you can like completely change the game up, right? You can change the enemies, you can change the uh cosmetics of your troops and your units. And it's it's awesome. Like there's already a lot of cool customization options with the with the, the game and the DLC and all that stuff itself, you know, War the Chosen and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, you can add on a bunch of other stuff to make everything look absolutely incredible. And I'm like I said Josh has a little bit more experience with this than I do, so I'm going to let him talk here a little bit now. All right. Let's But th- there's just just to like end it here for me. There's so many so many cool mods that you can get lost into in the rabbit hole that like you got to be careful cuz if you get too many You'll be like Josh and be like, my game is so big now because of all the mods that I have. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, man. Uh, so let's start with the original XCOM. Uh, or Enemy Unknown, I should say. Not necessarily the original. Um, so there was a mod that came out for Enemy Unknown called Long War. And I think this, I think this mod in particular is what, what has led to the XCOM 2 becoming as big as it is with mods. So here's what Long War did for the original XCOM. It extended the campaign and required more missions to complete. Um, It had tactical missions that let you have up to 12 XCOM soldiers on the battlefield at once. It had eight different soldier classes. It had uh, new weapons and modifications and technology. It had um, new armor, new items. Um, it had a system of commissioning and promoting XCOM officers who provided bonuses. It overhauled um, intercept the interception game from the first uh, XCOM. Um, it made aliens and exalt forces grow tougher over time. They gained stats. They gained perks. Uh, soldiers were required to rest after missions, I believe. Or, or they rest after each mission, rather. Um, and this led to, uh, this led to people, like, praising the game, including Jake Solomon, who was the XCOM lead designer on Twitter, right? He's like, it takes XCOM to a whole new level. Uh, uh, he says that the, the original game was like a 20-hour tutorial setting you up for Long War, uh, the mod. Um, that's big fucking praise coming from the guy that designed the goddamn game. Uh, So when XCOM 2 came along, it didn't just come along with XCOM 2. 
it came along with complete mod support. They built the game ground up to support mods in any way they could. And in fact, uh, Long War II became a thing. Uh, they, um, they talked to the guys that did the original Long War who had, had made their own studio called Long War Studios, which I think they've since changed the name of that studio. Um, uh, I think uh, Firaxis went to them and was like, hey, we want you to do Long War 2 for XCOM 2. And it came out not too long after the original game came out. Um, it launched with mods ready. It launched with, uh, with, uh, with uh, I think there was a silencer and there were two other mods that I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, uh, so the mod I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about here for a minute is Long War 2 for XCOM 2. Um, it had a much longer campaign than the original XCOM. X, I mean, the original XCOM 2 campaign. Um, it had a... Uh, like a, you had to do like 100 to 120 missions to complete the game. Mm -hmm. um, they had infiltration mechanics that were like sending out multiple squads at once to do things. Uh, you had to manage resistances, the, uh, the resistance, uh, haven, the havens. Um, it had more, more soldier classes. Um, it had two new weapon tiers. That's one of the things that was added. They added laser weapons. That was one of the DLCs. And this is for the original XCOM. This isn't for War of the Chosen. Although I think they have since made Long War 2 for War of the Chosen. Um, uh, but yeah, I, uh, that's why XCOM 2 is so moddable and has so many mods. Is it, came, it, it all started with Long War and becoming one of the most popular mods for a video game I've ever seen. Really? And, and, um, and that's what gave birth to why XCOM 2 it's so mod heavy. I think it all feeds back to the original Long War. Daniel, what mods are you using in your XCOM 2 run? I am using Prime. Well, or what are you uh, enjoying at the moment? I should say. Uh, uh, you know what? Let, let's 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 grab. Uh, I'm gonna look into my uh, subscribed. Uh, uh, into uh, I'm gonna look into my subscribe items for XCOM 2, right? So you All guys right. can know what the kind of things I'm using uh, to make the game uh, better for me. Uh, I am using some one that I think is very very important, uh, or, or that I think is like for me a good one to have is Commander's Choice, which uh, when you have a rookie in the game. And he gets promoted. Uh, you, instead of the game, can choose their class. So what that means is normally in the game, when you have a rookie and he gets promoted, the game will automatically randomize, give him whatever class they, you know, whatever, right? With Commander's Choice, when they get promoted, or when you, when yeah, when 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 your rookie gets a promotion, you can choose whatever class you want to give them. Uh, so that one I think is pretty a pretty good one that like alters the the game a little bit. Another one that I thought was a good one to have is evac all. So I have that one. Uh, it evacuates all your troops with you know uh, instead of just you know one by one or whatever. Yeah, when you when you when the Sky Ranger comes in to pick your boys up, you can put them all in the zone and just pick them all up in one go. Yep. It looks dope too because um, it, it drops the ropes down and they all go up at the same time. It just looks fucking. Yeah, it's so. So those are a, a few that I I, th I thought were pretty good, um, and then I got a bunch of like different Star Wars ones for like the clone trooper armors and the weapons and that kind of deal. And then of course, in order to have some of these, you have to have like other ones mm -hmm. involved with it. So like some of the other ones I have are like uh, 
add name add add part names uh ballistic shields canon animation uh redux primary secondary secondaries so you can have a you know yeah primary secondary weapon uh helmet fix helmet glass fix uh community highlander uh see what else we got in here completely invisible heads that's for like for like the you know the clones or whatever mm-hmm. clone troopers and, and aliens. uh yeah and the aliens and stuff i have a star wars alien head pack uh, i got the old republic hk droids uh there's another one for like arms and shoulders you know so you can have like you know them separated and whatnot uh but yeah uh there's some really really cool uh Cool stuff like that that you can uh, you can make and 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 use utilize. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be more that I will probably be getting. You know, as as I play the game more and 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 kind of experiment with things here and there. But that's kind of what I got mainly so far right now. You know? Yeah, I have a I have a lot of the Star Wars stuff. I have a I have a Rocketeer class mod. Um. Uh, I also have Commander's Choice, like Daniel does. Um. Uh, there's a there's there's tons of mods like there's there's mods from like like people have taken fucking the guns out of Mass Effect and put them in in XCOM too and they're in there and they look there and they have the sounds and everything they have voices from from uh, from the characters like you can download little companion packs like uh I don't know let's pick somebody like like Garrus from Mass Effect. And you can download all of that through the workshop, and he's in the game. And he has his voice lines from Mass Effect. He walks around. He's a badass. He looks cool, and it's like having the character there with you. Awesome. They have tons of color options because I feel like the the base game is kind of a little limited on colors. But there's a mod that adds over like uh, a shitload. It, I think the actual mod name is a million color million color mods. I don't know if it's actually a million colors, but it's a fuckload of them. Um, <laughs> Um. Oh wow! I have this mod. And didn't even realize this. There's a mod that lets your character surrender, <laughs> so they just get captured instead of being killed. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I actually didn't realize I had that mod. Told you so to go. Um. There's a lot of quality of life things too, like the evac all mod that Daniel talked about, just to make it. Yeah, but that's. Uh, there's a ton of those. Yeah. Um, that's a good one for sure. Um, I have ballistic shields, so I have you know I have a character that can walk around with a shield and a shotgun. Um, uh, skins for the Sky Ranger. I mean, there's so many. There's because like for those of you that don't know XCOM, is it's highly customizable. You customize your characters like or your soldiers like super from crazy head to toe yeah from everything i mean everything armor patterns arm armor leg faces, armor torso armor accessories faces, facial hair accessories helmets ha- hats whatever you know? i mean completely the only thing you don't pick is like how tall they are and how buff they are those are like the only two things and there's probably a right. mod for that if you yeah. want one um probably but, i i honestly haven't looked into that but i'm sure there is yeah um so there's so many little accessory mods, hair mods, face mods, uh, fucking helmet mods, armor mods. There's so many. The entire armor of from fucking Halo, even though I'm not a Halo guy, you know how I feel about Halo? It's in the XCOM <laughs> workshop. You can download it. I've done yeah. it. You know why? 
Because I do think Master Chief's a badass, even though I don't like Halo. His armor looks dope. The uh, the armor for those guys are pretty dope, yeah. Yeah. The Spartan armor? Cool. Uh, there, There's fucking... Here's an automatic shotgun mod. I'm going to download that right now. Hit subscribe to that shit. Boom. Got it. Look how easy that was. I just I did a mod on Boom, stream. Boom. Got it. Right Two on stream. Just got one right on stream. Live. Yeah, look at that. Um, no, but you can, like, record voices. I've thought about recording a voice and making, like, my own little custom dude in it. I haven't, <laughs> but I thought about it. And then XCOM 2 is built. Built to be modded. Right up. Um... I, you should do that, and then every time you get a kill, be like, Burg, ha- hashtag burger time or something oh, like that. Yeah, Jesus like Christ. <laughs> uh, talk me out of it, Daniel. Right there, you did it. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, bro. Uh, I'm you, kidding. You, you, got, you got to do it, man. Uh, uh, amazing. Oh, uh, Lordy. Uh, but, yeah, there's... There's so much, so much uh, for XCOM and and War of the Chosen. That's one thing you gotta remember is like they kind of have separate mods, separate mod um for each one, but uh, most of them are compatible with each other. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Like I have you a new gotta... welding pistol mod too, which is pretty cool. I I think I have that one too. Let me see. It's uh. You can save uniforms. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's somewhere in here, but yeah, I I think I have that one too. I I just recently cleared mine out because my game kind of got reset, so I cleared up. I had there's no telling how many mods I had. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those games where it's like you just gotta start from scratch, you know? Like yeah, if you, if you, you don't play you for play a while. It again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it is cool how there's like an unsubscribe from all type deal. That's thank nice. goodness, because I I don't remember that button being there when I originally played it. I'm so glad yeah. it is now. <laughs> yeah, there's the Halo armor. Look at that. That looks dope. Yeah, so I mean, basically, there's pretty much anything you you could probably want. It's in there, you know. So mm-hmm. definitely, uh, uh, definitely get you uh, get you some mods. Look into it. Fall into the rabbit hole. You can get T eight hundred terminators. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Oh, another thing on the long war mod that I forgot to mention is XCOM was already hard. XCOM 2 is, can also be hard. It sure is. A long war mod makes the game even harder. <laughs> no thanks, dude. So if you no. want you a challenge, check out Long War. Uh, uh, you, you say no thanks, Daniel, but once you master the game, once you suffer like I have suffered, you will want it even harder because you will get mm-hmm. you get real good at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. I don't know about that. Oh uh, shit! Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Here's the Akimbo class mod. All right, buddy, that's all I got. What do you got? You got anything else you want to talk about? Any? You want to talk about XCOM some more or any? Uh, I'm just. I mean, there's a lot of mods out there. Uh, I would recommend like if you guys are playing a game on PC that you're really into. Uh. Check if there's mods for it, because you never know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, modding is, in general, really, really fun. Uh, if you've never modded a game before, it's really easy. Don't worry about that. Like Some of the easiest stuff you can have 
or you can do while modding a game is like on the Steam work- workshop because literally all you got to do is press subscribe to this thing item or whatever, right? And that's like that's as easy as you can get. Like if you're just getting them off Steam, but even then, uh, it's it's easy doing it even if you're not doing it. Like if you if it tells you that you have to put files into the whatever, drag the or copy the file into the folder or whatever. That stuff is easy. You, most of the time, when you download a mod, it'll have like a README file that you just read that if you're like not sure where to place the thing. Read that. It'll step by step tell you what to do, and it's pretty simple. Uh, so if you're like new to modding or you never mod anything ever, or you're like, how do I get into this or whatever, just, you know, check out some of the games we talked about or check out some of the games that some of your favorites. And see if there's mods for them. Look them up. There's like Nexus mods. There's like Mod DB. There's all these modding websites you can find mods for. And like I said, even just on Steam alone, there's some pretty easy and simple things you can get uh, on it that literally are just a button away from being added to your game. And it's honestly as simple as that. Like video games are fun as it is. But modding video games is a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. It can bring you added fun to a game maybe you weren't having as much fun with, but with some a couple of mods here and there, maybe it'll turn into one of your favorite games. Like who knows, man? Like that's that's the beauty of modding is that you can it's kind of similar to D D in the fact that like you can turn you can pretty much do anything you want to mm. given you know the parameters of like as long as this mod exists and it works then you can add it to your game and you can turn one thing to something else and it's can completely change your experience on it you know so yeah i mean you know just just to close out some final thoughts here is just you know uh if you've never ha- given your given a hand at the uh, modding then you know, Josh and I both recommend it. Uh, if you ever need help with anything, you can just hit us up. Or yeah, um, if you have any other cool mod suggestions that we maybe perhaps didn't talk about, or if you have your own cool number of mods that you want to tell us about, let us know, man. Yeah, join join the discords, join, follow us on the twitters, and hit us up with all that cool information. We're around. We're, we make ourselves very available. Very available. Uh, very, very available. I'm fucking and, mod uh, in my hand. <laughs> yeah, my mod. This mod I got in my game. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Majin for Rock. Reverend X. Uh, yeah, the Reverend. Reverend. Anyway, uh, I think that's probably gonna be it for today. Yeah, let's do our shout outs. Let me get you. So up we're here. gonna go ahead and do a quick shout out right here, my friends. Whoop. Whoop. There we go. Sorry. Uh. Shout out to all of you for uh, for watching this episode of uh, the Clockwork uh, Cantina, episode thirty three, modding madness. Like I said, if you have any other cool mods, hit us up. There's the information here on the sidebars. Uh, you know, look at that. Follow us. Hit us up. All that good stuff. And uh, we'll be back next week with um, another episode. We'll be watching Onward, the Pixar movie, and we'll be talking about it. Uh, and you know, come join us for that. Watch it, and then come join us and talk about it. Uh, 
I'm sure that'll be fun. And then as far as things go for me on stream, um, I'll be doing a, I'll be restarting my XCOM run on Monday because things went bad. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you, you, you learn, you, uh, you, you try to do better, uh, using your failures into, uh, you know, and that's XCOM things. in a nutshell, man. It, it pretty much is. That game is brutal, man. But anyway, we'll be doing more of that. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure what else we'll be playing. Maybe a little bit more Animal Crossing. Maybe we'll start a new game here soonish. Uh, I don't know. We'll, it's, things are kind of like you know I'm playing XCOM, but we'll see what happens with that and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then also, man, check it out. So I don't know if you guys can see it. I see. Maybe it. I gotta get a little higher. A little higher. It's there a, you go. it is a it is a DT three shirt. I recently updated my merch shop. Uh, so if you want to check out, if you want to get yourself some, some dank ass merch, uh, check it out. I got some pretty cool designs on there. Uh, I got shirts and hoodies and you know, whatever. So, you know, check it out. I got some cool stuff on there. Uh, if you want to, you know, rep the stream and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, I hope you guys have a good, uh, you know, a good rest of this uh weekend and uh we'll be back again tomorrow with some uh D D frozen decimation. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Which Josh will talk about here in a little bit because he's done some pretty cool updates to that that you'll see here shortly. Bye bye everybody. See you next time. Peace out. All right. Hi guys, thank you for watching Clockwork Cantina episode. 33. We appreciate your love and support every week here on the show because we try to do the show every week. Um, and we've been doing real good. We got some cool stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we got Rose and Decimation coming down. I'm going to debut the new overlay. Uh, it looks fairly similar to the old overlay with some changes, but uh, it, it should fit the screen and look a lot better. Um, uh, I have done the two-year recap part one. It's on my YouTube. I think you can go to uh, you can go to YouTube.com/slash. It should take you there. Do it. Maybe it don't. It does. Yeah, YouTube.com/slash. Josh Donner two. If you want to check out that first little part of the recap video where I explain what I'm doing, what I'm doing, explain the backstory of the world, and get the first round of player info out there for people that want to know that. Uh, the next part will be coming along fairly soon. Um, but yeah, come back tomorrow at 6 Eastern time for Frozen Decimation. Uh, we, uh, we also do Clockwork Cantina. If you're watching this, you know this. We do Clockwork Cantina on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Um, I do want to preface that we're going to get some storms tomorrow afternoon. That, that could possibly impact the game, just in case. Uh... Uh, something happens, I'll try to keep you all updated. Uh, but you know how it be. Weather is weather, and I cannot stop it. Um, unfortunately. Um, I have some things coming. Some things I can't talk about. Uh, but keep an eye on to the socials and see... Uh, secrets. Secrets. Secrets that nobody knows. Um, oh, man. Uh, but uh, check, check. Keep an eye out on all that stuff for the stuff that's coming along. And we will talk about those things when they come up. Uh, until then, until next Saturday, if that's when we see you guys next, we'll be seeing you. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye.